See what I'm and trying to do. What I'm trying to do right now is I, I gave up looking for the thing I was looking for because I can't for? find it. I was trying to look for the, the touch starvation thing and, and everything. It wasn't working out. Just say so, for your chest. Yeah, I just, you know. Just whatever. say what's on your heart, little last nigga. But you know what? <laughs> you say what's on your heart. <laughs> Bro, come on. Was. I said, you know what? Let me stop wasting time. Let me just go to Good Pods real quick on their Twitter feed. And let me see if they did the right thing. Maybe I'll start talking shit and they did they, they number the right two thing. in news. <laughs> I don't make no sense. But you know that's the one it, in politics it's, doesn't it's make no sense. It's bro. y'all's world and we just living in it. So it's bro, fine, where do we rank right? in entertainment? Is there an entertainment? Is there we an don't entertainment? Rank in entertainment? We don't rank in entertainment, bro. <laughs> yo, now I feel insulted, bro. Now I'm insulted. Our three categories right now, because they changed the categories on us, are news and politics and society and culture. Oh, okay. Society and culture is fun. Yeah, society we used to be in the we used to be in the comedy culture. We're not even in that anymore. That I'm, one's I'm a little like that one's a little bit that. tougher because we're not that crazy funny. We're just like you can laugh along and vibe and chill funny. funny. Sometimes think, we're funny funny, and there are there are little spots in the podcast where we're just outright, outright outrageously fools. ridiculous, yes. bro. <laughs> but nonetheless, like I wouldn't say we're a comedy cast because that's a specific thing. But society and culture, oh my goodness, yes. Thank you. Finally, where do we rank there? Society and culture. Uh, yes. We go up and down. Uh, I think we got 15. 15? Yeah. I want to hear all 14 of the ones doing better than us. For real, for real. Actually, I'm not even like wait, legit mad. Let me, let me actually go to it. Because I don't think we're actually 15. I think we're probably higher than that. I think they I'm better just... do it as real as us. No, this shit's real. And you know, the thing is. that makes more sense. Here's the thing. Good Pods is just a tiny little app in itself because I'm going to the month because that's what we're comparing it about, you know? Okay. So I turned to, yeah, we're 15. 15, I remembered it right. So that's for the month in all the indie podcasts. As far as all the podcasts in total, we are 35. <laughs> but that's out of all the podcasts. On, you you on know Good what Pods it is? The society and culture one. You know what it is? Because I would say we're more society and culture than we're news and politics. Me but too. But the thing is, we don't get super specific into specific, like, into, like, specific cultures as as well as we could. We don't go deep enough as we can because we're also mixing in so much other stuff. But I would still put that on more society and culture than I would news and politics. I put us more in society and culture because I feel like our topics are more geared towards culture in general is more geared to what are you thinking you know what are you thinking about your world you know what i mean so like, here's how the, do you no, think the world should be i you know agree with I mean? you but here's here's the thing so here's the thing about that and this is just all assumption based on what they're looking for when i hear society and culture so here's the thing so yes we are we we do like represent the culture which is why i'm also still there with you mm-hmm. but like we're like saying things about what we think now when you when you hear society and culture you're specifically wanting to hear, like, as well as that, specifics on society and culture, historical accounts, cultural aspects specifically. Like, we're not, we're not like, for instance, if we bring up, if we bring up like a Mexican culture in like South America, we want to be able to talk about those people specifically, 
super in depth, like even more in depth. I'm not saying we're superficial. I'm just saying for that specific thing, even more in depth than look. Mm -hmm. We're talking like society and culture. And that's the only reason I could say we're lower. But I want to hear the 14 who are higher. I want to hear the 14 who are higher. We might, you know what? If you're just tuning in, because I want, (laughs) no, we're doing this conversation right now and we'll just continue it after the intro. But if you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Logan, and this is the Milk and Toast Podcast. I'm here with my best friend, Mitch. Uh, Claire's, Claire's not here today, but she's she's Claire. she's doing fine. She's doing well. She's not sick. She's not on a sick day. She's Claire. doing actually really well. She just couldn't come in today. Um, we love you, Claire. Um, we love you, Claire. As always, because Claire's not here and she can't tell you where we're at, um, I'm going to have to do the horrible job that I usually do. Because we do. know I'm not going to. Glad <laughs> yeah, we know. I know. Mitch, <laughs> Mitch is going to tell you tell you where to find us. You can find us I- on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at The Milk and Toast. Um, as a, see, this is why I shouldn't do it because I'm just going to tell you just Google us. I told Sarah. <laughs> I told Sarah because I was like, hey, Sarah, why don't you just Google us real quick and tell me what, you, what comes up? And she said, like, all of the searches that come up is us. So, like, to me, you could just go on Google and find us. But, like, I'm told that that's not the most professional way to promote the show. So I just don't remember the tags because we're on Facebook, Instagram, Reddit. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are on Twitter as well, right? Yeah, we're on Twitter, yeah. It's Milk and Toast, M-I-L-K, letter N-T-O-A-S-T. And Milk and Toast, but then it's also Milk and like conjunction junction what so here's the function? thing i write for all the things for every episode you can look at it the name of the podcast is the milk and toast podcast it's n apostrophe toast podcast right but on every episode what i did was because i'm a genius and yeah uh i write in the description the milk and toast a and d so when you google us Basically, no matter what you write, the Milk and Toast podcast or the Milk and Toast podcast, you will always find it. So I try to eliminate that confusion for everybody. So like if you just Google it and then you find like the 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 Facebook page, it'll say it'll highlight the Milk and Toast if you put the Milk and Toast. Do you so, have both trademarked? Yeah, they're both mine. That's what, is, that's what that means. You, you yeah. know what? You know what a trademark basically is. Trademark basically is that you're using the shit. Basically, yeah. a trademark isn't necessarily. So no one else pulls up on it. Yeah, nobody else pulls up on it. Yeah, but like, okay. Just sure. I have like the legal trademark on it because like nobody else uses that, and because we're so propagated now, like there's no way you could like take that. You'd have to really, really like you'd have to take me to court and everything, and it's not. Like you wouldn't, you'd have it's a hard day about it. It's All not right? gonna be pretty about it. Yeah, it's not All gonna right? be pretty about it. Think yeah. you could just plagiarize out here? You out here putting in this hard ass work? Think you gonna run up in my office, take my name, walk out my office unscathed, little bitch? Plus, nah, I, I actually, think again. I actually own our our website domain and everything. So like, that's. That don't even try it. Like that's that's all I'm saying. Don't do uh, it. Yeah, don't yeah. Don't let Mitch give you not ideas today, that's gonna get today. you hurt. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Who's giving him ideas? I wouldn't put out a warning. You would put out a warning. <laughs> I wouldn't put out the warning already. Like, don't think you're gonna walk in this office on stage. Anyway, yeah, we're the milk uh, and toast podcast. Follow us on TikTok because we need TikTok followers, of course. Follow us oh, on, TikTok. on TikTok. Follow us on Reddit and just start conversations and shit. Like, talk shit about us. I don't give a shit. 
Um, Claire's running that shit anyways. Um, <laughs> she did the same thing to me last week about the Discord, which we have a Discord now. I'm not really doing anything on Discord right now because I don't know how Discord works. We'll get but, there. you know, if, hey, you know what? If you know how Discord works, right, text me on, like, the Milk and Toast at Twitter. Like, n- like go to <laughs> go to our podcast page on Twitter. Follow it, of course, but also, like, DM me about like how to run the discord and I'll add you to the discord. I'll make you an admin and then you start conversations on it and shit. Cause I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And if you know how to do that with Reddit, do that for me too. Like why not? Because I just, I like, I like hearing like we did the episode, right. Where uh, you guys came in and told us about like what people were saying about the show and like what your reactions were. I love shit like that. You know, yeah, I don't I don't necessarily like like talking to people, but like hearing people talk about me is something I like <laughs> and then talking about that. You know what I mean? So like <laughs> so okay. like when you and Claire do it, I'm OK. But like me doing it, I just like it's like, eh? <laughs> I'm like I got to talk to people. What? But uh, I, I will like I if you DM me on Twitter, I'll talk to you. No, no, no worries. Um that's that's all I'm gonna say about this promo. Uh, how you doing today, Mitch? I'm feeling okay, actually. Should spin a little. I was gonna be so mad if you said you was feeling bad. I know. I was about to. I was about to do that to fuck with you. No, you notice I, I started the pod today. I called early just to fuck with you. You like, did. You, know what? you did. Yeah. That, that, that's yes, really did. fucked with me too. I you know, like, funny enough, I didn't even get to talk to talk to you about it during pre-show, which is some fucking bullshit. But yeah, I was dead like, I was like, oh, Claire's not in. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna be all time and shit just to fuck with Logan. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, but um, otherwise I'm feeling okay, man. I've been doing good at school, going through like, cause I'm at the the Rock Nation School of Music, Sports, and Entertainment at LIU Brooklyn. If nobody knew, and so far things are going well. Things are like it's rough, man, cause they're putting things together so quickly pulling from so many resources, but there's other departments and it's not going as smoothly as everybody would like it to. I'm literally mm. noticed it not go as smoothly as everyone would like <laughs> things to go. Mind you, the mind you things at the school weren't going as smoothly as anybody wanted them to go. And so now you have the rock nation school and, and like things aren't going as smoothly as people would like them to go, but things are going well still. And like, there's a lot of students in the, and I'm in classes and like people are actually genuinely paying attention and caring I'm like learning shit. I'm going through vocal lessons and improving like singing and stuff like that. And it feels good. I finally got paid the other day because I'd started a job and the check hadn't come in. They tried to mail me my check rather than direct deposit. And I was like, oh boy. This is the same job or the job from before? Which one was the one from before? No, yeah, this is the canvassing thing. Oh, okay. They they, just now paying you? I'm just not getting my check. Isn't that like a month out? Like half of one, not a full one. Oh, okay. So they pay you bi-weekly then? Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Why? You get, you're yeah, getting the check. Eventually, but I, the thing is, like, I was really, really down bad, and I needed it. You're so it. black. <laughs> Bro. You're like, I want my money at the end of the week. <laughs> I want it now. This is what I agreed to. That's when I needed it. But the thing is, I was so down bad. And so that came in. I'm going into school. I'm making sure I'm doing things like working, looking for new work. Oh, shit. I forgot to call that damn job for my third job. 
Damn. And like I'm getting shit done with financial aid. This brother got three jobs. I got well, no, not yet, but I will most likely because I'm gonna need to. He like the dad from Everybody Hates Chris. He had he got two, two jobs. Just, just so we're clear, <laughs> he had two jobs. Just, just so we're clear, he only had two. Yeah, you know two jobs. That that was no, that was a funny thing that happened because. Uh, she used to go around saying, "My man got two jobs." Two that she ran into somebody and said, "My man got three jobs." That she was she looking would be, all softy. She would be specifically <laughs> quitting work and be like, "My man got two jobs." Two jobs. And I'd be I don't like, need this. I'd be like, "Yo, <laughs> I'd be like, yo, come on, chill, 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 bro." Can we do them like that though? Yes. But no, I'm, just... I'm done. So, and thank God, if it wasn't for the fact work studies simple, I wouldn't even be like. Cause if if I can if I could get some help with my rent from this like program, mm. I might chill. But if not, I won't. And I specifically probably shouldn't anyway. Cause I need the bread. I gotta start moving shit. I gotta start doing things. Mm-hmm. Studio time ain't free. No, it's not. Except not here. Help. Actually, no. Mm. That's a lie too. I pay for this studio. Mm. <laughs> like your online studios ain't free either. They're not. Not it's not like it's not like what they would really be charging though. Um no, 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 no. Like Mm-mm. I I I pay a significantly amount like a significant amount less than what it like costs somebody to do like actual studio time. Right, However, right, right. like the overall cost of the podcast would probably be up to maybe somebody's studio time, I guess. But yeah. like uh, the 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 cost to record isn't isn't that much for me, which is good. Yeah. Luckily, because that would be yeah. expensive if we were doing. Like, you don't want to. You don't even want to talk about numbers up here. But like, mm. they could get bad. But anyway, that and otherwise, just because like I need to pay shit, I want shit like the shit I want. You ever thought about recording from home though? From this home, no. I'm not trying to put out quality like that anymore. Mm. If I had the means to make it better, have because I want to put out that like I got to start moving like that. Not that I don't believe like you could have like raw stuff sound good, but like yeah, got to keep leveling up. And so I have my first project out. So second project's got to be like, but the first project sounded good, not good enough. Okay, well, shit. You know what? Far be it from me because I know what that feels like. So. Unfortunately. No, for real. No, for real. That, that was part you, of the reason. I, I yeah. know it's fire. I was there. No shit. <laughs> I was talking shit. <laughs> I birthed that shit, but like, I, I legit birthed it. Using pieces of what I was able to find and stuff like that, but I birthed it. I, I know it's fire, but like, including myself as an artist, because I was going through so much when I put that together, but like, mm. I'm growing, I'm improving, and the next project's got to be like, it could win an award that I'm not going to accept because I don't fuck with awards. But like, why not? Oh, well, I'm not going to win any awards. Separate no, conversation, and I could talk about it. Oh wait, what? You be taking me down rabbit holes because we was talking about good pods and shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not my fault. Because I was like, I was like really into this conversation. I was like, maybe you're supposed oh, yeah. to be seeing how far the rabbit hole goes. You know what I? You know what I really? What my dream is now, though, because like we're talking about studios and shit. Because I'm sitting here. And I'm on a pillow. 
Like, I'm chilling. You know what I mean? Like, I look like I'm in an, an Arabian fortress the way I'm sitting on this pillow. You know what I'm saying? And I so, know like, you did not say Arabian fortress. <laughs> but, like, that's, like, that just changed my mind about what I would think about, like, when we get, like, legit, legit and have a studio and shit. I'm like, everybody's sitting on pillows. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm not sitting at no desk chair no more. I'm like, everybody's on a pillow. Bro, facts. Or just let me get a recliner or something like that. Just like, chilling. yeah, you could be off to the side. Yeah, that's fine. Just doing but my I'm thing. Like, pillow. Mitch, what are you doing? Just like, yeah, just relax. Like, look at us now. <laughs> be like, everybody, <laughs> be like, Logan, everybody just recording on the floor. I'll be like, yup, it's yeah, comfortable. Come, come down here. <laughs> and then you just have me there. It's like, and the fact is, I'm not going to get up no more. <laughs> we done on that he already know <laughs> like, like I couldn't get Mitch to get up if I wanted to I'd, have to I'd have to put the the microphone right above the chair for you and everything <laughs> bro I'm just once once we at where I want <laughs> cause I mind you I'll stay respectful but like like Mitch like nah nah y'all not paying me to get up <laughs> like what <laughs> y'all not paying me enough to get up what you get mean <laughs> like sorry if you if Damn. you want to talk about it, we could renegotiate. Price went up, I guess. <laughs> price went up. Just for sitting Yesterday's up straight. Price. Just for sitting up straight. <laughs> no, I was uh I'm glad we we're talking about like money and you know putting in work and like what you want for quality and shit. Because like it's good. I, I I like being industrious. I think it's good to be industrious. I think it's good when you want to make your own shit and you want to like do something. You know what I mean? Which is kind yeah. of my point about the whole, I'm going to tie it back, which is kind of my point about the whole Good Pods situation is because Good Pods is a smaller podcasting app. You know, they seem very, very ambitious the way that they're trying to like get people on there. Like they got Kim K to like endorse their shit. And so like they put that as their pin tweet. And you know, if Kim K endorsed this podcast, that'd be my pin tweet too. Like I'm I'm, like, (laughs) like it's their pin tweet for like ever though. Like, like, I'm not going to be mean anyways. So like, (laughs) but like they're ambitious is what my my point is. Right. And so like, they know what it's like to like try to build a podcast. They know what it's like to try to build things. And basically that's the spirit that like carries that app forward. And so like every, every once in a while, like what I'll do is I'll release our numbers from good pods because one, they're a newer app, but also they have a lot of fucking podcasts on their app. Now, not everybody's claimed their podcast on the app, but like a good majority of like indie podcasters have like taken to the app and like are using the app. There's people that are like, you know, this is the app that they want to use like as their podcast goes forward and shit. Right. So it's like, you know, as far as creators go, this is good for creators. Right. My qualms with the app, though, however, is that to me. If you're trying to be like for independent creators, right? Yeah. And you're trying to create for independent creators, there has to be a sense that, you know, you're doing that for me. Like they they have like things like the indie podcast button where you can click a button and it just shows you indie podcasts. It doesn't show you anybody else's podcast except those that are independent made, not made by like the big companies, which is great and like fucking revolutionary, I think. But when you go on the app, the podcasts that get featured are either podcasts that have direct relationships with the Good Pods 
good pods team you know which is very apparent they don't make any secret about it like their partnerships with other podcasts and or like podcasts that like everybody knows about like shit that be on npr and shit and that's that was my qualm from the beginning but i also understand the idea that like when you're trying to get on and you're trying to make it big, you try and you're trying to go fast with it. You're you get like the biggest names you can to look as legit as you can, or else you're gonna just look like any other, like right. any other person that's trying to produce this shit. That's right? so annoying, but yeah, it is annoying. But I find it annoying because like what happened recently is we found out. That And I was just, I haven't looked at the numbers for a while. So when I found out, it was like a total surprise to me. We found out that for whatever reason, right? Last month, we were the number one indie podcast in politics. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm talking my <laughs> shit right now. Yeah, I realized you were talking to them. I was like, yeah, bro, we just spoke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm talking to them. <laughs> Talk your shit right now. Talk your shit, nigga. Talk your shit. Uh, yeah, we found out we were the number one indie podcast in politics, and the number two indie podcast in news. Now, some of y'all might be thinking, like, <laughs> why the what? fuck is that our category? And we are with you. <laughs> we think that, too. However, we do talk about politics on this podcast. We are a political podcast sometimes. And we have other categories that we're a part of, but Good Pods also switched their categories around. And because of that... Uh, we lost some categories. And I found it significant that we were number one in any category because of the fact that we were kicked out of some podcast categories after they had changed their categories around to make their searches more friendly or whatever they wanted to do with it. But we lost like two two different categories, right? And so we are relegated to like just three categories right now, which is news, politics, and society and culture, which is fine, which is fine for me. But like, we like we like we used to be in the comedy, pot, like the comedy. <laughs> oh one. yeah, you brought that up. Yeah, and Logan, I was a little I salty that we you, got I, moved out of that. But like, I told you that's a separate whatever. Thing, and we were pulling up solid numbers in in that category too, and then we still got moved out. So I didn't complain about that. You know the. The game is the game as far as how you want to put the rules of the game. What my problem is, though, is that, like, I just happened upon, like, we were number one in the category. And us being number one, like, having high numbers and high marks in the category has happened before, right? Where I've posted about it before on on Instagram and Twitter. I've posted about it and tagged good pods in in the post, you know, and like, we'll get like a like out of them. You know what I mean? But we are a smaller account, but what they won't do is they won't retweet us. So they won't put us on their page. They won't put us on their Instagram page and they don't tag us in anything. Meanwhile, we're fucking up their charts. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'm like watching this and then they'll feature some other podcasts that to me, I don't know if it's a longevity thing, maybe we're, because we haven't been there that long or whatever, but this podcast has been out for six months, right? We've been on Good good Pods for three of them, right? We're a baby podcast that is dominating this pod, this new, fairly new podcast app that is itself trying to make inroads and new things into, like, it's... It's arena, right? So they're ambitious and we're ambitious, right? And that's why we're doing well, I believe, right? Um, 
But at the same time, it just rubs me a little bit the wrong way when I see things like they they don't feature us or or they they won't put us up front even when we're doing well despite whatever pay- changes they make. You know what I mean? Now, yeah. I brought this up to Mitch and I'm probably a little salty about it because I got a chip on my shoulder about anything that happens, right? So I have people <laughs> like Mitch in my life to tell me to calm the fuck down sometimes. So Mitch tells me, you know, I, he told I told him this whole story like I'm telling y'all, but like Mitch right. tells me, listen, I get what you're saying, bro, but we don't even follow them, right? Yo, it's <laughs> well, it's, so I'm just to me, and but once again, I'm I'm assuming it's just my assumption is because they're putting us into the politics for the political spheres we traffic in. They're right. saying we're news because we talk about current events sometimes. <laughs> Right. Sometimes. And then we get culture and society, but I'm still, uh, also, we place 15th, which is why I'm tight. Because, nah. <laughs> but then I was talking to Logan about it, and I was like, wait, wait, wait. When I think about it, because we, we do represent the culture in one way, mm-hmm. but we're like talking about how we feel and think about things rather than diving and doing like these analytical fucking studies of specific margins right, of society, right, cultures and stuff, right. which we could start doing, by no, the way. No, no. No. I mean, we have the capacity and we have the brain power to do it here. I don't mean now. I don't mean now. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do all that graphs and shit. Like, <laughs> we, don't, whoa, 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 whoa. we don't have to do graphs. We don't have to do graphs. Because I, I could, but I don't necessarily feel like it. But Claire could. Damn, oh, how man. you give Claire a work to do while she's not on the show? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm giving her work. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm giving her work. We could ask if she'd be interested in having graphs and charts because I feel like she'd be better for that. But. I mean, here's the thing. If I wanted to have, if I wanted to make an analytical show alongside this show, I could do that. And I feel like if I wanted to make three other podcasts, like I could do that too. And then like Sorry, they would just where, be. I remember what we didn't. We also didn't place high in entertainment, right? We didn't play. We don't place on entertainment, which See, is kind of fucked and up. That's but like the real motherfucking but like, here, problem. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Entertainment podcasts count for like celebrity type podcasts and things like that. That's what they count as entertainment. So it'd be like people who talk like celebrity pop culture, like you know what did I Tom am a Cruise eat? What did Tom Cruise eat for lunch that day? That Y'all want to talk shit. about what you know I'm what eating mean? for lunch? I think that's pretty lame. But like, <laughs> I, I'm like shit. I'm to be celebrated. But what'd you have it. for lunch? Yo, really? Did did we really want to talk about what yeah, I mean, lunch? <laughs> Dude, was the fact good? is, I didn't eat all day until like this is what literally probably at six. I had so much shit to do, and then I ate some Qdoba, so I had some like. <laughs> you asked Mitch what he ate for lunch. You'd be like, "Yo, listen, I didn't really eat today." And be like, "Motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't eat lunch today." And I, I had knew to that skip. was the type of answer I was going to get out of you. About I didn't that. eat lunch though. I didn't. I didn't eat lunch. Because I had to skip, I had to skip breakfast and lunch, and then I had to wait till I came home near around like six o'clock to grab something to eat. You're a wild dude. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that's my life. Be like, ooh, uh, like, so. Listen, this is also well, Mitch. You bring up a good point because you're talking about you know you're mad that we came 15. No, nah, the fact we didn't place on entertainment, like like what? We yeah, it's weird we don't come in because we're an entertaining podcast. Yeah, so yeah. we should maybe be in entertainment. I'm not mad about it. I really care about society and culture more. Most no, same. That one's that one's the highest one. because that's why like the that's the show. That's the reason yeah, for the show. That's the fucking and so show. like. <laughs> 
we come in 15th because there are one bigger shows than us, even though they're still independent. And there are shows that, you know, maybe been on the app a little longer and there are just good shows too. There is good independent shows that are on there. So it's nothing, this isn't me having a chip on my shoulder about like other shows. I love all the independent shows that show up on the podcast, like that podcast app, I mean, and a lot of them actually support us, you know what I mean? And like follow Sweet. us on social media and like support us and, and, and like talk to us and Ooh. shit, which Ooh. is something Ooh. I enjoy as well. Even though we haven't like, we don't promote other podcasts, but they don't promote us either. But like, I will from time to time tag somebody if they're like talking to us too, or like, or something like that. You know what I mean? It's true. Like if you're I engaging with us, we'll, we'll engage back is what I'm saying. Right. right. But right. as far as like following other podcasts, I made it so that in the very beginning that this podcast doesn't follow other podcasts. It doesn't follow other people besides the people who make this show and are on this show, right? If you look at a lot of big podcasts and stuff, that's stuff that they do too. You know what I mean? You look at like some sometimes for your favorite podcast, you go look on their Twitter feed or their Instagram. They're following like two people and it'd be like the two people that's on the show and that's it. And then they'll have like a thousand followers or whatever. But you got to think those thousand followers, they probably want the show to follow them too. But that's not what happens because that's not who the show follows. The show follows the people on the show, you know, and I kind of have that same mentality that the show should be about the people on the show. And we're making a show that goes outward through to those people. So we're, we're a source. We're not, we're not necessarily an account. We're not an account. We're a source. You know what I mean? Source. Yeah. So what I'm saying about that is like, that was to Mitch's point where it's like, well, we don't follow good pods either. I know we don't follow good pods, but we don't follow anybody else. And if that's a part of their business plan that they just can't promote somebody that doesn't follow them, that yeah. to yeah, me I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. is is kind of a little short-sighted. And it's also kind of like a little bit of a fuck you to certain podcasts like ours because of the fact. And now I say a fuck you because I, I speak harsh, so don't anybody take it further than it needs to go but it's a little bit of a fuck you because it's like um what about shows that are like us that maybe we believe that we should only be following the people on the show like if you look at our twitter feed or you look at our instagram it's obviously only followed by three people and it's the people that was on the show and you, you know <laughs> what i mean like obviously so nice, it's like nice. You it can't be the three people on the show and you like <laughs> like <laughs> like like who are you like that doesn't make any sense so that can't be the reason why you don't retweet us you don't uh, feature us or you don't feature us on the app that doesn't make any sense especially when we're like an up and coming podcast on your app and we're doing that you well keep on your app promoting anyway yeah I'm not gonna keep bloviating about this I'm just saying good pods maybe think about that a little bit. That's all I'm saying. You know, maybe think about that a little bit because I'm not going to slow up. We're not going to slow up crushing it on your show, on, on your podcast. <laughs> well, I'm the one with the podcast. You, I'm not going to slow up on your app, your podcast app, right? Right. About whatever it is we're doing. But also, Good Pods isn't my only focus in life. And it's not my only focus for this show. You know what I mean? So we have other shit to do besides good pods, and that's no disrespect to good pods. You know, I don't want them to kick us off the app or anything. But like, 
No, that's no disrespect to them. But also, they need to understand that other podcasts have other ambitions besides good pods. You know what I mean? Yeah. So true. I'm trying. I, the the I, when I started the podcast and I wanted to make it big with the podcast, good pods wasn't even a forethought in my mind. I didn't know no good pods. I didn't know nothing about it. And good pods ain't gonna be the afterthought in my mind now. Like. My my the, the where my mind is going is bigger than Spotify, bigger than Apple, bigger than Google, bigger than Good Pods, big bigger than all of you. You know what I mean? When I come on the show and I say we don't uh, do this for other podcasts or we don't do that, yeah, I talk with like a chip on my shoulder. I still love all of you and I still maintain that, right? But I want you to know at the end of the day, my competitive spirit and the where where I see my vision for the show. Like, I don't care if I got to come in this motherfucker by myself. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to push this shit to till the wheels break. You know what I'm saying? So if you understand what I'm saying about this shit, you understand what I say. <laughs> you under- Thank you, Mitch. You understand what I mean when I say that, you know, it's no disrespect, but you are not what I'm thinking about. But I also, at the same time, you should probably be thinking about me. Because I am the person that you say that you're trying to tailor towards. And, you know, I'll be number one and number two on some of your shit. And, you know, you don't even reach out. Where the love at? I'm just asking, where the love at? That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. So I only say that, you know, we're not thinking about you because, one, I'm not. But at the same time, like... My focus... Is my focus supposed to be building my podcast or is it supposed to be good pods? Go to the podcast. Okay. So like helping me, if Good Pod's mission is to help independent podcasters build their podcast, why doesn't it reward independent podcasters that do well on their podcast instead of rewarding people like NPR and people who got theirs already? Like why oh, are really? why are shows oh, wow. that are an NPR featured on Good Pods and shit? Why does Good Pods team feature like non-independent like like non-independent shows and shit that's what i want to know like i understand that like you you have shows that are like big shows and you want to show people that those shows are on your app too fine show them but why does your team recommend it on the app that's i just don't understand that that that's me but i'll move on you know what i mean right because i just feel like if you being for independent like your team should be like you know for independent but yeah That was, that's that's me being a little Haitian too, right? It now. all just so. makes sense. <laughs> it just makes sense. Um, we're gonna talk about some real shit because I know y'all don't care about this good pod shit, but I just wanted to talk about some you know some business shit with y'all a little bit. You know, just like I don't I don't feel any type of way. I love the app still, but you know they they should think about some things. Um. <laughs> Thank you, Mitch. <laughs> no, I need Mitch to laugh. I really do. Yo, fuck stuff. Mitch, Fox. let's start early. I want to talk about um, class solidarity and why it's a fucking myth. Oh, this is what you wanted to start with? Yeah. Now we right. start with good pods, so this, this you don't have to worry about it. Oh, uh, yeah, we did start with good pods. Uh, all right. All right, so... Uh, because this was like like we said like you said before the show, this was something that we had started talking about last show. We started talking about it uh, during the wrap up about our conversation about Fred Hampton and everything. I had brought up Fred Hampton, and I had said that you know, 
I had my issues with, you know, him saying, you know, black power to black people, white power to white people, you know, all this and that. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's at the core of my argument about why class solidarity is a myth. But I feel like, why do you feel like class solidarity isn't a myth? So let's, let me start with this. What are we going to be fully defining or identifying as class solidarity? And like, mm-hmm. what does that specifically, I guess, mean in every instance? Because it's like, it's like the reason I don't believe, the reason I don't believe it's a myth is because it's something that we should be working towards, even if we don't have it in a perfect sense now. But that's not what I was talking about. I wasn't about going right. like, oh, man, we're in such great class solidarity because in America we're not. But it's like the attitude that it can never work is literally what the enemy wants you to think, because that's how they turned us all against each other in the first place. You realize you realize at the same time, there were both black indentured servants, white indentured servants, black slaves, and 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 sorry, sorry, and white slaves, like all during the same time period, but we never really hear about them all in the same capacity. And, what, and then we what, have the, what do you mean by that? By white slaves where? In America? Well, not not as heavy in terms of, of white slaves in America, and we don't have to get into the Irish or anything like that. Uh, Irish slaves is a myth too. That's not real. Yeah, because it's indentured servants. But then we go across the rest of the globe, and that's when we get back into the Barbary slave trade and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Okay, and that's that's still coming. Like, you know, it's not specifically here, American American base, but Mm -hmm. you're still feeling the effect of that too. But you'll never hear stories about that. And the whole the whole dark skin versus light skin thing, as we know, harkens back to trying to pit. Oh, sorry. The whole the whole dark skin versus light skin like stupid beef that exists is fully, fully a colonial slave idea that shouldn't exist. But it's mm-hmm. all about trying to pit people against each other and mm-hmm. having people suffering in similar circumstances, fighting each other rather than the people a oppressing them or b causing the situations to exist in the first place. Right. So like. When you when you brought that up, and especially when you're speaking on Fred Hampton, and I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let you come at Fred Hampton like that, especially at the time in the context that he was given and experiencing right. as like like I'm sorry, I love the Black Panthers. Of course they had their I faults. Like, I'm I not love gonna the Black deny Panthers too. Every, yeah. everybody everybody does, everybody has their faults, but I don't personally think that was specifically one of his. My man was seeing the world as it was. Race race as we know it in this classification aspect. That some fucking transatlantic slave owners created in the minds of people is not the true race. There is the human race, only the human race. Now, are there different variants of that human race that we've identified? And mm-hmm. I'm, I can't wait for you to, to say something on that because I already know that pisses you off. But like, are there specific variants of the human race that exist and that we've called them separate things? And like, this is that, this is that. And have those people experienced things that other other variants have not? Absolutely, of course. The fact that we have this system of race in the first place is all slavery. Cause, and it comes from a white supremacist viewpoint. Mm-hmm. We have race because white people try to be like, oh, those aren't the same as us. These people aren't the same as us. This is a mongoloid. This is Africa, whatever. And it's like, no, actually, 
We were human beings before you you motherfuckers ever existed. We are human beings currently. We shall be human beings forever more. We are we right, are human right. beings. Yes, yeah. People want to take all lives matter and make it some anti Black Lives Matter protest when they're the same fucking protest and you're just being a fucking asshole. The point of saying Black Lives Matters is to say all lives matter because you were missing the fucking point. Right. Not us. You had the fucking problem. And that's why it pisses me off so much when I hear the damn phrase, because it's like, oh, yeah. And you did that against the phrase I was already saying the exact same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when we're but talking that's why about I like, say that's that's you hitting right on why I'll let you finish. Well, the only thing I was going to say from this point is that's why when you say that in terms of like it being a myth, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God. Te- one, technically, that's that's just not a true statement. But when you think about like media or or even before media's existence, when you think about white supremacy's means of dividing people up, do and this is this is one of my favorite things to say, even though I guess it's kind of controversial. White people in America are probably the biggest slaves out of everyone in America. What does that mean? I want to hear that. You want me to get into because you want me to get into that because that's a whole different thing. But no, like, yeah, because it's a whole different thing. I've never heard that shit before. I want to know what that means. <laughs> well, you know, you just never heard anyone say it. You just never heard anyone say it out loud. Yeah. So think about it. Think about it this way. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend like I'm not talking like chattel slavery or no shit like that. Right. But I'm talking like you. think about it in the mental. Think about it in the mental. This system is created, mind you, to make to make it that way during colonial times. You just you just treated poor whites a little bit better. Poor whites weren't treated only better than slaves, obviously, but poor whites weren't treated any better than any other, you know, like, you know, human variant. But yeah. the fact is you start treating them a little bit better to make sure the machine works and that they make sure the machine works. Where other place do they have to prosper amongst us who they've obviously betrayed? Amongst what Native Americans who they've virtually almost tried to eradicate mm-hmm. with with what the different the varying people of the Hispanic cultures who you won't even let into your country because you think they're dirty or in stealing jobs when they're doing the things that most you know white Americans just won't do who's who's supposed to who's supposed to help them them no but you keep you have you have rich white people saying a you keep working hard enough within this system and you'll be here even though you never will. But what's your other option, really? Where's your other where if you unless unless you really unless you cool with those with those specific people and that's where you have, you know, that's why obviously you don't hate. We're not prejudiced. You know, what I'm saying we as black people, America in general, the world over, we're not prejudiced. You don't hate anybody based on you know, their makeup or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But the fact is, when you think in in the grand scheme of things about the ways the system works, white supremacy, and why it hasn't been dismantled all the way at its fucking root to be completely eradicated and never exist, is because the biggest biggest slaves are fucking white people themselves. The fear, Mm. where else are you going to go? Who can I trust? Why would anybody else help me? I remember remember Farrakhan had had a phrase, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, you know what I'm saying, but it was was Farrakhan is like, you know, white people fear the same treatment for us as they have done onto us. You know what I mean? Right. It's like you fear we'll seek revenge and we'll do worse to you for all the transgressions you've put upon us. And it's like, nah, we're actually and always have been like better people than that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I do. And hmm, you said a lot there. And when yeah, I'm I trying even, to, I didn't even realize it. It was just no, no. Was you so was much. flowing. I don't know. I don't mind at all. 
you quote a Farrakhan though, and I have tr- I have trouble with Farrakhan because he killed Malcolm X. But you know, it's it's not here nor there. Logan, um, I can't. I don't even. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I said it, not you. It's fine. Um, You're right. You definitely did. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love Malcolm. Shit. <laughs> um. I should probably believe that. Wow. <laughs> uh, I don't even know how to believe that, wow. to be honest. <laughs> that wasn't a lot. You're right. I, be, I wow. am going to get myself you just, killed. Was you in a mood I'm going to get now? myself killed. Yeah. I was you in a mood just now is all, is all I'm Fair saying. Because you made me in a mood. I'll be like, Ugh. Bro, apparently. Apparently, uh, bro. Malcolm. <laughs> um, you, I can't even believe you said that, bro. That's, some, that's fucked up, truth be told. It's not really fucked up. He did. Um, Don't you talk about the honorable Louis Farrakhan like that, bro? He did. He did kill. He killed Malcolm X because he wanted to be the... Whatever. Um, No, what I was going to say is... Because you were talking about, you know, where else are white people going to go? And you're talking about lower class white people, and I get that. And so that is, like I said, it's really at the core of why class solidarity actually is, technically i'm talking about from lower class up to like excluding the one percent the one percent is the master that keeps the machine going that's everything fine. else beneath and lower that yeah that's fine because so, that's still at the core of what i'm talking about as class solidarity being a myth especially yeah, i believe in america which should be the wildest place where it should be a myth because i think what happens is a lot of socialist types I'll, see I'll get on that later. I, I think a lot of socialist types see how America is built and they feel like uh because of all the classes and all the races kind of like coexisting together in the way that we coexist here like they feel like it should be easier in a way for the for like classes to have solidarity with one another, right? Um but that's not necessarily true if you don't understand how like prejudice works in America and how prejudice and power work in tandem in America. Because on one end, we can say that, you know, listen, all the lower classes should band together and eat the rich, right? Like we hear it all the time and it's always a thing, right? Like all the lower classes should band together, rise up, take this shit over, right? And we always hear that. Me... We hear from people like Bernie Sanders, and he's a millionaire, and it's just like it's, it's like the the disconnect, right? So like, I'll talk on that later too. But carry on. It's like, see, this is that's what. Ah. No, carry on because I'll talk. I'll talk. I'm just anyways. Making the what note, I, so I like what I was, to get what, I was, what I'm speaking on is the part where you talk about like you know where are white people gonna go, and to the top is really my answer because <laughs> <laughs> because in America, right? Like in America, like class mobility exists especially if you're white. You know what I mean? Like class mobility gets harder depending on what race you are. Like it's a very racialized thing. You know, like whether or not you can as a poor person like ascend and become like a a rich person in America, right? And because of the fact that America, I think in America, yeah, you could probably like. Well, I don't want. I don't that, know. I don't know the stats, so I don't know the stats. Well, so here's the here's the thing. Even, even without them, 
Even yeah. without them, just real quick. Even without the stats, and mm-hmm. I get why you don't want to go into specific for that. Because yeah. I, the thing is, I hear what you're saying, so I understand where you're coming from, mm-hmm. and that's actually like valid. It is, it is technically harder, regardless. Where in America, if you're white, that's the easiest ticket for class mobility. That right. doesn't make class mobility impossible for other, for other, for other races or no. variants. But no, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it is definitely harder. But still, it's just because in America specifically. In terms of like, in terms of like the globe, because imagine. This is what I mean. Let me not say that. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. this is what I mean. Talk about free market. This is what I mean. Is if you gave a white person the choice between a million dollars or teaming up with black people to fight (laughs) Jeff Bezos, (laughs) like, (laughs) bro, (laughs) what do you think they pay? Depends on the white person is what I'd say. Yeah, I might say that too. But if you told me, <laughs> like, <laughs> you said you might. That's just what I'm gonna say. But um, if, I'm saying if we that, told like, you, yeah, if we told you, yeah, go ahead. If he told me that, like, you give me a million dollars, or like, and I could team up with Mitch, or I could fight Mitch for a million dollars. <laughs> or I can fight Jeff Bezos for like no money. Like I'm trying to just do the power. Do the, ba- you just the power the balance. Basic power yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to level out the power so balance. It's, it's so I bring Mitch into fight this. Fight and betray Mitch, my brother, for a million. There's a no million. point in fighting Jeff Bezos if I'm getting nothing out of it. Because I'm of the mind that it's better to <laughs> say sorry later than to ask for a permission. So it's like you know, I, I kick I kick Mitch's ass for a million dollars, and then Says you know who? I give him Who's some. I'm sorry you for a million Shut dollars. Up. I give I give him some. I'm sorry money later. You know what I mean? I'm like you know. You give him some. I'm sorry money yeah, later. You know what I mean? That's class solidarity, you know. <laughs> Yo, I want to be mad. I would be so mad at you, but that was funny as fuck. But okay, you know what? No, I'm just so I'm just gonna use that example because okay, I'm that's being, a fair statement. I'm, wait, I'm being very glib about it, but like the point of my example is that you know white people have that option every day. Is white people have the option to level up? over black people's heads, over more deserving black people's heads every day. And it's black and brown bodies, but like they have that option to do that. And because they always have that back door when it comes to their own class, they don't see their own class. When it comes to that, like they have like like when they'll say like, you know, you you Logan, go back be, to be the be careful and be careful in the the way you speak on that. Cause if if Claire was here, I know she didn't want and she didn't care um either way about this conversation specifically, but if she was here, I'd have to say she'd be like, nah. You <laughs> Well what you're saying is you're making the moral argument and the moral argument between somebody's heart. What I'm saying is what's the systematic systematic like equation versus like, you know, what somebody would do in their heart. Because on the individual level, yeah, we can ask every individual white person like how they feel about a thing. And maybe we get a good amount that have has a good answer about it, but still not enough to make a class army is what so, I'm trying well, to say. Well on, on the macro level, if we want to just say it that way to be that's kind of that's kind of fair to say, I guess yeah. I hope. Well <laughs> on the macro level yeah, I I see where you're coming from exactly. So it kind of it kind of comes back to like now why or maybe I just want to speak on it real quick. Like why would they choose that? And like I said, it's because they're the biggest slaves out of everybody. 
I think <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think self-preservation I plays uh, a role in it. I think survival plays a role in it. White people uh, are given a better ticket and a better deal than what we're promising them when we say class solidarity. You want to argue? You want to argue that real quick? Sure. If, yeah. In terms I of in terms that, of self-preservation, because yeah. um, if we're talking self-preservation. Do you want to make that akin to basic survival or self-preservation on a higher level than that? When I say that, what I mean is racism in America gives white people a down payment on their power. You know what I mean? So like a white person could be just as poor as a black person in America, but because Mm -hmm. of the power disimbalance between the two races, right, it gives them a down payment on what their power could do for them. Like white people know what their place is in society and they know what their place is over black people in society. Like that's just a fact. Like when you have Karens that are going to say to like people that they're going to call the police, even though they're in the wrong and they and the police are going to beat up like black people and shit. Or they come to people's barbecues and like call the police and they know they know this. Like this is a collective thing that like. I believe in more polite white society that doesn't want to be talked about, but it is something that is known that like you have the power to harm black people. Now that power has waned and it has caused certain uprisings in our society, but those uprisings are because great. of class. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. Obviously what you're like, you know, certain systemic things that we can't fight and it's, here's, it's really tough. Here's what I would say to you, because I feel like when when people have these type of arguments, what happens is somebody will bring up why class solidarity is implausible in the same way that you did. Or do. I didn't bring it up being well, no, 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 no. I, in the same way. Sorry. Yes, you're right. In the same <laughs> way that like, I what? do. Yeah, you're right. I got it flipped in my head in the same way that I do. And then somebody will argue it the same way you're doing, which is to say that, you know, well, this is all that white people have going against them. And this is what should incentivize them to join up with everybody else. So, okay. That's, that's your way of interpreting it. Yes. But I'm not, I'm not here really for like the incentive. Mm -hmm. It's more along the lines. I'm legit. Just, that was me, honestly. And I, I hope it's not rude to say that was just giving you how I'm like objectively, like looking at it right now, subjectively looking at it. Cause, cause especially you brought that up too. You was like, yo, if I could give them a million dollars or have them band together. Right yeah. Now, yeah. <laughs> so you brought that up. I'm not necessarily trying to talk about that. It's just the fact is when you, when you call it a myth. And like I said, I said this mm-hmm. in the very beginning, I'm not sitting here going of, let me show you a functional look at class at class solidarity. Fred Hampton, my man, trying to get class class solidarity to work and then literally gets killed by the fucking FBI for it. Yes, I get that. You know that. what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But that's why that's that's even more of the reason I'm like, one, don't you talk on Fred Hampton like that? Because unfortunately, it wasn't even a white person that got him killed. It was a black person that got him killed, which is a separate thing in, in general because white supremacy, yes, got him killed. And yet yeah. one of the tools in doing that was a black individual, which is crazy. Bananas. Which is why even less I'm like, don't say that. Because otherwise, my man Fred Hampton's actually making things work, making people understand there is a bigger threat above all of us. And it isn't to say ignore who you are, ignore your variant. Because mm-hmm. I'm, yo, I'm so tired of, I just can't stand it anymore. 
because it's a colonial term. I'm so tired of calling white people white. I'm so tired of calling us black when we didn't create those terms. And that's just an ode to white supremacy in one sense. It makes me so upset. I don't necessarily but, feel that way, but I can understand how you might feel that way. Yeah. I, I'm not forcing anybody to, but mm-hmm. and you hear me. You know you yeah, hear yeah. exactly where I'm coming from. You know yes, why I that's why I say, yeah, I know where but you're coming like, from. But it's like, yeah, it. it's it's just really it's just really bothersome because that's where even in one sense the class the class divide, the racial divide just begins. And it's like all Fred Hampton's trying to do is understand the machinations set upon you to get you to to get you to think differently of someone and not be able to work with or have empathy for, you know, someone who doesn't necessarily look like you. Which is which is which is not taught technically anywhere in society. Now, some yeah. people like to get like in into myth and stuff like that and describe how certain like creatures may just be certain societies coming into contact with other societies and expressing that one way. But within themselves, every, every single, every single culture has this idea of human, you know what I'm saying? And can meet other cultures. And in some aspect, identify with that same aspect. Right. You know what I mean? And then now, and fact of the matter is it's fucking 2021, bro. What mm-hmm. does it take to be a human being? All right. So I got a heart, a brain, about two arms, two eyes, two arms, some fingers and some toes, a whole bunch of organs and blood workings and shit in between, if I'm lucky. Yeah. If you're lucky, because other shit could happen. Otherwise, the skin looks different depending on which which quote, which portion of the, the globe I'm living in because of my relation to melanin and my genetics, you know, potentially. Right. And then after that, if we were really so different otherwise, how I'm pulling up and being able to give an Asian person, some of my blood, if we're both P positive, if we're really that, that different. I don't think that's the problem though. The problem isn't no, no, how, no, I'm not how saying much that's we're the, problem. the same though. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that's the problem. Yeah. Well, and so hearing you say that is funny because that isn't exactly what I was expecting, but are you saying the problem is seeing how much we're the same because like, what, what do you mean there? No, I'm, I'm not saying even that, like saying I'm saying that the problem isn't so much that we are the same. We know that we're the same, but our situations are different. That's the part that's that, and that's what really we, that's what we don't problem. choose to recognize. You know what I mean? But also, why class solidarity is even more important mm-hmm. because so because and and the reason you say it's a myth now, mind you, I'm mm. not in a hullabaloo over you saying it's a myth. That's not going to rub me any wrong way. I no, think no. the way I think. You know what I'm saying? But it's like the reason you say that, and I have to sit here as I did last time and fucking laugh with you because it's like, well, why are people so stupid? And or why are people so evil? I don't see. That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure it's necessarily an evil, stupid thing. I feel like I can call individuals evil. I'm. I feel like I can call a group racist and and not have that mean the same thing. You know Either what I mean? Way, Logan, nah. So here's here's my here's my only thing about that. Because because I hear where you're coming from. My only thing about that, whether we're dealing with it on a systemic level or the a basic level individuals are the people making it happen. Someone's yes. the reason yes. they spread that. Someone's yes. someone's out there somewhere making that happen. So yes. we know it's just it's just straight up evil and okay. or stupidity on, no. on all levels. Cause it's the fact is there is no there is no full on white race without the white people that make it up. There is no black mm-hmm. movement without the black people who are struggling making mm-hmm. it up. Martin Luther King's his message spread, yes, but it's all these individuals still listening to that. It's yeah. still him preaching that. Just like there were some KKK members who were like, yo, we're the Aryan race and we're supposed to be dominant and all this other fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then spreads that to some idiot who's like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And then you rile those people up. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Manipulation isn't that hard, Logan. That's the problem. I don't think That's so. That's one of the I think, problems. I think in that way that it's in that same storytelling that made Fred Hampton effective at what he was doing. I don't believe in what he was doing. I think it was always going to be short-lived because even though he was able to get white people to join his movement, even though he was able to you know, rally people up, I don't believe in his movement as like a national thing, as anything more than a giant commune, because I don't believe that when you take, if you take a city, right, and you take mm-hmm. like a movement and you you run a movement through a city, everybody's kind of having a shared experience because they're all from the same place. You know what I mean? When you take like a country that's as big as America is, like America is big as several countries, more than several. You know what I mean? And each people, each person has like a different culture, society. They have different situations, right? Economically true. and everything else, right? Yep. There are certain things that are universal, like how we treat people in our society, but at the same time. Your situations are different. So when you say people are evil, I don't I I hear what you're saying and I feel what you're and saying. And or stupid. And or stupid, right? But I don't <laughs> I don't I don't feel like it's it's necessarily either of those because I feel like that your situation is different and your situation makes you blind. Now that makes well, you that makes you fair. uncaring okay. and ignorant. And I feel like People should care more and look around more at what their world is. But also at the same time, your situation is different. Your situation as a white middle class person is different than mine. I get I get why you don't give a fuck about me. You know what I mean? See that that's the and no, that's that's exactly the problem because I'm not I'm you can't obviously change your circumstances. I'm not asking you to sit here and feel bad about it, but the fact is what are the what are the possibilities that you can do? That's the thing we're not working on enough. That's what isn't happening. That's why you're like, yo, this is because you. And once again, you're like, yo, like I'm not. How how do I get that dude to care about me? And it's like, oh my god. Well, humans could just care about fucking humans because they could. We both but care if about we, not blowing people we can't would have could we can't would have could have should have everything that doesn't happen. Like we know that they don't care. You know what I mean? Like what do we, we don't do fully next? Know that. We do know that. know that. No, we do know that because this is the result. Like what we're going through is the result of uncaring people and un, in a mass yeah, basis. Yeah, but still, still you know man, I mean? things are changing. Things are changing for the better too. Thank God. Not fast enough, you ask me, but still changing none, nonetheless. The reality is these fucking problems. These aren't the way the systems are supposed to work. Everybody feels and knows that they're wrong. Let's them happen anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, what you're, you're saying now, like, what can you do? What do you do? And it's like, well, the fact of the matter is, we're all going to be living in this country together or fighting each other to the death if we don't learn to get along, because that's just how it goes. Let's be real about it real quick. But it's like, if we really want to be living in a society where we can all live and feel as if we're getting a just, a just peace of this fucking American dream, mm-hmm. we have to force certain things... To, and I hate to say it like that because it's like, of course, I don't want it to feel forced. Are you going to force that with white people? That's exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, let me ask you something. You're going to force that with white people, right? How are you going to force that with white people when white people are already having the American dream? I'm going to bring it to your doorstep. 
what to what are you going to bring to your doorstep because like that was the point was that i was going to get them to join us as a class not as a race but as a class right you're going to get us to join as we're going to band together as poor people because you don't make any money i don't make any money so that technically we are in the same predicament right Okay. In terms but, of your example, I'm hearing you. But we're not in the same predicament as someone who lives their life. That's what I'm trying to say. Your experience as a as no, a white see, person yeah, and I experience know, and as a poor black person and a poor white person are not the same. You're getting you're getting too involved in like, oh, these are each of our perspectives, but we're not gonna be living each other each other's perspectives. The reality is that isn't going to happen at all. You can't talk wait, no, you're talking about the dream and the solution. And you can't talk about that unless you can get us out of the problem first. If part of the problem is that the people who are supposed to be on your team are living better than you, period, then the solution can't be that, well, we'll all be living better together. Why should I give the fuck about you if I'm already living better now? It doesn't necessarily have to be living better together. We might not even be in the same areas. The point Mm -hmm. is to regardless be in the same mindset and understanding. But why should I be in that mindset if I'm doing well? Well, this is what I'm saying. Like, you have to force people to understand. And this is where you disagree. You're like, you can't necessarily force. And I'm like, listen, so, and let me, I guess we'd have to set it like, let's put a time scale. Like, I have to think about the next 20 years or whatever, next Mm -hmm. 20, 30 years. Because people die, people die. Old, Old ideas and thoughts die. New ones are born and work in the system. So it's like, if I'm sitting here on my ass and not, and not doing my best to somehow with however I can, because obviously mm-hmm. everybody doesn't have a fucking podcast. Maybe right. Everybody's not an artist right. or something like that. I have to be letting people know in the face of this oppression, I must be saying, doing and actively dismantling it in some capacity. What you're talking about is, yo, we're, yo, listen, we're, we're living different lives. Why should I care about you? And that's why I said force. And I hate saying it like that, but mm-hmm. I'm like, no. At, I'm at the point. Well, and let me let me put it like that to you. For, let me just speak personally real quick. I am at the point in my 29-year-old life mm-hmm. as a human being on this planet Earth, as this Haitian-American born son of America, where it's like, listen, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to help people understand how we should be living in this country, in this world, I dare say. And yes, I fucking do. And I'm at the point where you're either going to learn to understand that and function in what's best for everyone, or I will fucking fight you about it. <laughs> life over at this point. I don't give a fuck no more. You could take, let me, let my afterlife begin, please. Me and God like this nigga give a fuck about you. Because the only way this is going to work is if you understand that in playing with my mortality on this level, mm-hmm. you are literally asking me, to bring my mortality directly to you and go, if you're not willing to understand and help me with this, yo, let me, let me, let me take it, let me take it in a, in a hood instance. Cause I'm poor and I need something to eat. Right. Now you don't have to help me out, but maybe you should. Cause at this point, I mean, if you got plenty to eat and I ain't got nothing, why the fuck should I come take that shit from you? But see, you saying the same thing I'm saying. No, 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 no. You getting caught up, you're getting caught up in perspective. And I didn't say we completely disagree, but you're still getting too caught up in perspective. Cause I'm not, I'm not actually wanting to fight anybody, obviously, but it's just like, let's say, so I'm like making 
Because who, 30, you, who, are you 30, who are you fighting? Who you No, no. Well, that that's a. I'll talk on that later. But let's okay. say I'm making like thirty thousand or whatever, and there's some white dude making like sixty five, sixty five k a year. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be living his life. I don't really, I don't really necessarily have to know what his life is like. I'm living my life. That's what I should be concerned about most. But I want him to understand the value present in my life. Because mind you, I value, I value everyone's life. Whether you're making less than me, I value still the homeless person. If I could help him, I would, but I can't. So if you understand the value of my life and find ways to help me navigate to have a better life for myself, my family, and my people, I'm going to do the same for you. We could do the same for our other brothers and sisters. That's how we keep it going. But if you don't, well, fuck you. And if you're not willing to understand and grow and change, because mm-hmm. it's necessary and I'm, I'm off my rock. I'm about to be 30 next year. Right. Like it's either you're going to understand this is how things need to work or we are just fully in an impasse. And now I have to either force the circumstance, force the circumstance or worse you don't because be you're you're refusing to acknowledge my humanity. That's been going on, though. That's that's the I know. Story. I know. That's but Logan, the, this is the, the thing. So this is the thing. But the fight doesn't ever stop. That's what we don't do. You no, can't just it doesn't have to, but like that's no, no, that's no. Part of the question stops. of like how how is it? How are we supposed to fight? And what is what are we trying well, to do? Well, the for, tools we have to at our disposal, like for us right now, really, because no one, like I told you, no one's trying to go to war. Or some shit. Nobody wants to die. No one wants to see their children die. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But our tools at our disposal are what I mean. Education. We we have to we have to use we have to still use the tools of litigation. You know what I mean? It's it's difficult when you get into that sphere, and that's why I don't like politics because it feels so useless sometimes. But those are one of our tools at our disposal. We have to be smarter about that. We have to know how to present ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. And get into those spaces and make rules and laws that benefit people the way they're supposed to, not just the few. After that, like, because and it's hard with people. Human beings are fucking billion people living on a world traveling through space no one even really knows why but we're sitting here trying to get along in the midst of it to figure it to figure that out although most people don't even care to figure that out most people are just trying to survive other people are paying this sick fucking board game this monopoly fucking board game i think when you say you're going to be in an impasse i feel like you're going to be in an impasse with a lot of fucking people because that i'm all right i'm we, logan this is i spoke personally this is what i've chosen this is my no, life. No, no. Is- if you want to choose that, that's fine. But like, still, that's. I feel like that we gotta get off of this in a second. But like, I feel like yeah, that we've been on this too long. Yeah, to be too honest. way too long. <laughs> good conversation. It's good conversation. But, way too but long. we've been on it for way too long. But I, what I was saying is, if you want to do it, is you're trying to do like you got to. Um, you got to do it more than just you, and. What I mean by that is that, like, well, Logan, I'm good, speaking personally, but of course, I know. I mean, like, it's good you feel that way, and you feel that you know <laughs> that like everybody should like you know come together and like you know realize that like our humanity is at stake and all this and that. But that's what the problem is, anyways. And what we're trying to figure out is that like you know can we band together to do that in the first place? I think people in general can make things move and make things happen. I think the idea and the concept of doing that as a solidarity in solidarity with people of lower classes or middle classes in solidarity with people 
who maybe even just a working class is is ridiculous i feel is ridiculous because not that people can't come together and solve something it's just that because of their circumstances i don't believe that they can come together over what their circumstances are you know what i mean I think that's what really outweighs it for a lot of people. It's what outweighs it for a lot of us when we're told that, you know, hey, there's going to be a protest tomorrow, but like you didn't, you you got bills to pay. You know what I mean? Like if you can't make it out of work, you might not vote. You might not protest. You might not do these things, right? And so like what does it take to 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 recognize that – other people are in a similar situation with you economically. And what does that mean anyways, as far as your own situational power goes that like, if you can realize that you're in a better position in society because of the color of your skin, then like, maybe you're not doing so bad. You know, maybe this shit isn't as bad and maybe that's what keeps you going the next day. I don't know. But like that would seem like, a valid reason. I just think that people in certain socialist circles don't think about that enough. They don't think about that, you know. No, you you, you do. I mean, and I, I think they do. It's just like the fact is you can't read and know someone's heart at every instance. It's No, it's, it's not that somebody should people accountable to. Yes. But, but on one that level, that's, that's kind of what you're speaking on. Though, yeah, you know it's not I mean? that somebody shouldn't try. It's that people should be more aware, I think. I think people should be aware of what people's circumstances are when they're saying that, you know, you want socialism to work. You want people to have equal power. You need to understand that the situation as people have it now is the power is not equal and it's not equal not because not just because of their checkbooks, but also because of the fact that, you know, other factors are involved. Like your sexuality, for one thing, is involved. Like your gender is involved. You know what I did mean? It's just, not just Did you just race. make that the segue? Did you just no. make that the segue? No, okay, I was cool. no, I I didn't, no. but it can well, be because the, we the need last to get thing on I was that gonna topic say, too. The yeah. last thing I was gonna say is that what it takes and this is just a little comment to leave people is what it right. takes is serious amounts of empathy, which is specifically not been properly taught in America and other right. places across the globe. Isn't that funny? Ha ha ha. Isn't that funny? Getting you to feel and think about other people's circumstances different from your own without actually living them, not taught by people, not taught to people or explained to people or fostered in, in children and shit like that. Mind you, you feel that from birth for the most part, most people. You understand, like, you can put yourself in someone else's shoes to say simpler. I can't like, believe we spent so much time on that, but like, yeah. We spent a lot of time on yeah. that, bro. Let's get on to uh, gender identity then, because you wanted to talk about, you know, well, well let, let you tell it. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's like sexual expression and like, mm. and like gender identity, but I guess sexual identity Oh, this one, this one's always a little tough for me because I feel a certain way about certain things, but I don't feel like speaking about that now. But in general, so it's like, and I wanted to use, I wanted to just use clothing as an example because it's like, and you know, men, for instance, feel like they could wear something and they feel gay. Well, women, women like put on certain things and all of a sudden they're lesbian. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, that's that's not true. Let's start here. Mm -hmm. What made you want to talk about it? 
Uh, nothing specifically. I was just on the train, like thinking about the podcast and like things that was on my mind. And then I just, I just thought about that. And for me personally, I, I think on it a lot because so often, like people look at me funny or weird, and I, and I've gotten uh into weird sexual instances with like homosexual men or even straight men who just felt weird, and it was like. And like I and I'm I'm good in terms of like lesbian women like there's a different relationship there and certain mm-hmm. bisexual women feel comfortable, and then you go into those spaces and like people try to like pin you down and it's like there is nothing to pin down man, get the just be who you are and that's why I was telling you earlier because the thing is we're always assuming oh so she wears her clothes a certain type of way baggy loose fitting clothing doesn't necessarily you know wear a, a form-fitting bra something like that right. oh she must be a lesbian and in some instances maybe that may be true but you don't get to just assume that's true why don't you go why don't you go get to know that person and actually get to know them and, he, and <laughs> no, in either case you. you actually know who they are and it just kind of annoys me because it's like it it fucks up expression because everybody always feels like you got to be in a box everybody's always got to be in a box and it's like no actually how about we just live truly as who we really are without any judgment or shame from any parties and you know the reason i use the clothes is just because that's a simple place to start because it's like just because i dress like this doesn't have to specifically mean anything now of course there are instances where that that may be untrue like if you're a goth you know you can't come in you can't come in and have all the black eyeliner full-on black and the the attitude to match and then someone be like Oh, that isn't a, a goth person. But even in that instance, you could still be like a different kind of like classification. But keeping mm-hmm. it in like the the sexual like thing, it's just like that bothers me because sex is very important to humanity as we're aware at this point. Right. We know we have, you know, we have two differing like pairs and sets of genitalia. And then we know there's a third, which a hermaphrodite, which is the combination of those two. And they then from call, there, I don't know if they still call them hermaphrodites. Is the term not hermaphrodite? I don't think it is. All right, let's check with Claire. I think it's like... Claire's oh, not here. Oh, you're horrible. <laughs> you are the worst. You're so bad. I just <laughs> miss believe, her. Shut up. I can't believe you used that moment for that. Um, I just miss her. But, um, but no, well, so even if that isn't the... We could, you know... Uh, no, nah, I'm not even going to go for I it. I think that, but, like, you know... I hear what you're saying, but I also... Like... To me, oh boy, because we're getting into like this territory you gotta, again. You better use specifically. How about you tread carefully? <laughs> what? I don't say offensive shit. There's, I don't think you, I just, <laughs> when, when we get into these areas, I feel that's where you would be like, all right, let me, let me, let me see what's going on. <laughs> no, why me? I'm not like that. I feel out of the three of us, if we're talking me, you, and Claire, like you're the one who has more difficulty in terms of speaking on or navigating that area. I don't feel like I have any difficulty speaking on like gender identity or like sexual identity. I feel like I'm very comfortable comfortable in my own, and I feel like I'm very comfortable in like knowing who I am and 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 being who I am. You know what I mean? Okay. For that reason, though, is what I'm thinking. But like, I'm also trying to be respectful of the fact that we're two cis boys on the podcast. Exactly. You know, like, you know talking about gender identity, but maybe we should uh, because we're because of still that. a you part I mean? of the identity. 
Yeah, I guess. But like, we're not a part of the LGBTQ community, nor no. do nor so do we deserve to be. Speaking on that, like, it's like but still, like when I say we speaking on white people business, you know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> don't, say, don't say that in these instances. <laughs> Shit, we created the LGBTQ. So I said like, it. <laughs> so no, like, we're, I, I don't know what that means, but like, <laughs> a few things, this. a few things, but I'm not going to get on that because that's, that, not, my yeah. um, that's not, not my place. Not my place. Not my place. What I'm trying to say is that like. I hear what Mitch is saying when he's like, you know, just because like you see a girl in like plaid and like a big shirt doesn't mean she's a lesbian and shit. You know what I mean? But sometimes it does because sometimes it does because when you're presenting yourself and maybe for her, that's how she expresses her, her lesbianism. (laughs) That's how she expresses her, her, her being a lesbian, you know? Then you know that's for her. Then that that means you ready that. for the you, you know ready I mean? for the next trip because now this is how I personally feel. Okay. Now, so like yeah, but see, my thing is that isn't a part of, in truth, like anyone expressing their sexuality at all. Your sexuality, because, and the the fact the grass roots is when I get to it. Your your sexual your sexuality. In terms of like how you you want to feel and dress, sure. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about, especially sexual identities, we're talking about who you're attracted to and why. Whatever yes. that reason may be, or whatever whatever made you feel that way, you know what I'm saying. But that's that's what we're specifically we're specifically talking about. You know, we're straight cisgender boys because we're attracted to women of the opposite sex. Right. Uh, homosexual man is a man attracted to the same sex man. A lesbian woman attracted to to woman. A bisexual person attracted to to both sexes. You know what I mean? That's what we're talking about. And now I just feel like we get in we get into this place with expression where people feel like we're we're king like our artistic expression in one sense. And on one level, of course, I can't, I can't say anything about it because that is what artistic expression is for. But I feel like, like now, like people want to be so adamant about like that being the key. And it's like, maybe someone, and I feel like there's this pressure almost. And it's like, maybe someone isn't a lesbian. They do just like, they do just like dressing that way, but are still attracted to men, but felt pressured by society. You know what I mean? On one level. And then like that, that worked for them, which is fine if you feel comfortable with that. But is that really what was best? Is that what you really wanted? Did you, or did I think you want you more freedom than that? I think you probably described the process perfectly of like what, how somebody transforms and how identities transform into what they are. And you know see, I mean? now I don't want to necessarily say that because I can only speak for myself and mm-hmm. you can speak on this too as as being a straight cisgender male because there are times where we perhaps won't dress certain ways, speak certain ways, and we could talk about that with men, in gen- with men and women in general, won't act certain ways or do certain things because of societal pressures. And this is one of its biggest instances. And it's like, wait, actually, there shouldn't be any pressure at all. A person should actually be able to act however the fuck they want to act as long as they're respectful to those around them and those around them are respectful to them. And, you know, that's why I brought up the, the example of that dude, that straight dude, that straight dude who's married to, to his wife, but mm-hmm. he purposely chooses to wear skirts and heels. And mind you, I'm not even going to lie. My man was looking good. I was like, I was like, yo, but do you have to go so hard? though? <laughs> like, And it was like, it was like, but wait, actually, 
yeah, if you feel comfortable, because mind you, one of my one of my closest friends, best friends in the whole mm. world, his father, love his father. You know what I mean? Like real cool. Like that's like an uncle to me, straight up, straight up. But like I put on a dress the other day just for shits and giggles. Like it was my friends. She went to a to a, um. A oh, is that when you was, was on Instagram with a dress on? You had a crown on. Oh yeah, you saw that shit. Yeah, I saw that shit. <laughs> bro. And I was just wearing the dress. I watched now, that. Mind you, I watched that. I was wasn't like, wasn't it fun, bro? Look at Mitch. I bro, said, like, Mitch is just out of here. Look at him. He is living I his life. Like he is like he is out here in his final form, bro. And I looked great in the dress, but that's not the point. So I don't think it was your was, color, but all right. Nah, yeah, it might not have been. It might not have been my best shade, but still, I got good shoulders. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> said you got good shoulders. <laughs> but now, now, mind you, I'm just having fun with that. I'm just oh, having yeah. fun with that. Okay, I'm yeah. just, you know, living. I think it'd be fun to do. And there shouldn't be any problem whether I was a straight dude wanting to wear a dress. There shouldn't be any problem whether I was a gay dude wearing a dress or in drag. It shouldn't be a problem for a man to wear a dress, masculine or not. Okay. But, you know, people still look at that and they're like, Oh, a man's not supposed to wear a dress. And it's like... Uh, did you get a bunch of... Did you get, like, comments, like... Not a bunch. Going no, on, no, no. It was just or... the one example, which wasn't even that serious. So it was just like, wow. There's still kind of that sentiment. And it's just... Mm-hmm. Some people kind of feel that way. And the fact is, I, I respect them because I'd rather you be honest and tell me how you really feel, you know, than try to, like, pretend otherwise. Let me ask you, because I'm going to poke the bear. Because Ma- Claire's not here, but I'm still going to poke the bear. Um Okay, what are you poking? Why so you, poking? you <laughs> do you have family on your Instagram? Yeah. So like, if your parents saw that and everything, they'd be cool with it. Uh, my parents might have saw some saw it and didn't say anything. <laughs> but yeah. honestly, because because of the relationship between my me and my parents, mm-hmm. like. No, they know. Like, oh, Mitch is in a dress. My mom probably looked at it, laughed a little bit. My dad looked at it, was like, oh, well. <laughs> <that's> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bro, without, for real, for real. But here's, the, and so here's the thing. So here's what I would say to that sentiment. Cause, and that, that comes in from our generation mm-hmm. still as well. Be like, nah, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't put on a dress. Yeah. And if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. No disrespect. You don't feel comfortable. It's whatever. But you shouldn't have any problem with that in the first place. Because the only thing I have to say to that is like, uh, are we living in the 1940s? Because I brought that uh, up. I'm to say sorry. That. I didn't know we were still living no, in the no, 1940s. What, I bro. brought that. I brought that up because, like, uh, 1800s. Uh. People have problems still yet with their parents, even in this day and time. Even yes, you know, absolutely. They have problem with family, basically. Whereas, like, I have plenty of friends that do not have family on their social media at all. You yeah. know, because of <laughs> and that is the shame. Yeah, because of how they live and because of you know. What their situation is, and it is sad. Different ages, different cultures. It's sad because your family can't be a part of who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I wondered the same because it's like if sometimes I know that it's easier to express yourself when your family is not involved. Like I know for me personally, it is easier for me to express myself, and I'm not even doing like. It's not even a sexual thing, but it's just in other things that I have going on in my life. Other things I might say that I might not want. Yeah. Certain members of my family who, all, who, to be honest, aren't even in my life in that way anyways to right. know and to ask me about and later. But because we'll still like, feel a type of way. Yeah, that would still feel a type of way and that I don't want to deal with because you don't interact with me that way so I don't want to deal with you in that way either would you ask me questions that you have no business asking me so out of respect so we don't have that argument you know just don't have you there in the first place you know what I mean and so that's what I feel like a lot of people feel like so 
like in order for them to realize and express themselves in their most full way, you know, they just remove that element. But it's very hard to do that in like the real world and in, in your real life because one, for some people, that's impossible to do. Like they're going to see these people every day. Mm. which causes them to hide within mm. their public life until they get found out or and what they're hoping is that they never get found out. And then two is like um so like Mitch, you're in a dress, right? And like the guy who's married to his not wife. Not now, silly. I mean back then, but you know yeah, I don't put the dress you were, on. Sorry, every day. you're not in a dress. I always, <laughs> you know I can't be that fabulous yeah. all the time, you know, if you do too much you to the world. You were in a dress and you got the guy <laughs> who's married to the girl that the guy that's married who, who to the girl who doesn't like, yeah. care that he mar- he's in a dress. Specific quote was, is because clothes have no gender. Now, that's not, in the past, that would not be a true yeah. statement. But the okay. fact is, that is true. Like, clothes aren't, clothes are meant to clothe you and keep you do warm. Do we mean, or when help we say survive. clothes have no gender, do we mean clothes have no gender as in uh, the clothes themselves have no sexuality and gender? Yes, of course. Not okay. the people, bro. How? <laughs> well, because I feel like. Well, if you felt you needed to make, I get it. If, if no, you felt that yeah, needed to be I said. wanted to make the distinction because no, I feel course. like I feel like people take literal arguments as like aha moments. You know what I mean? And if that's and if that gives you your aha moment to be more yourself, go for it. But what I'm talking about more is more like the argument in itself is that like clothes have no gender when. Clothes aren't genderized because of clothes, and maybe that is the argument, but they're genderized because of the society we live in and what we put onto clothes, right? The right. meaning we have on clothes is what whatever meaning we give to them, right? Yeah, absolutely. Which I hear when people say, well, yeah, Logan, you're describing the problem. But also, that's how it works for any other thing in our society. Now, you know what I mean? Here's the, here's the different... And- not exactly, but I see where you're going. Okay. But but here's the difference because it's like, all right, so clothes, one of these most basic tools, but now in one aspect where it's like giving meaning to things is what we do. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. But now with the meaning we're, we're giving, we're impeding on, we're t- and this is just where I'm coming from, we're technically impeding on people's limits for expression. We're going, this is how you this is how you dress if you want to be this way. This is how you dress if you want to be this way. This mm-hmm. is how you ha and, and I I'm sorry, I should be saying this is how you have to dress if you don't want to be assumed to be this. This is how you have to dress if you don't want to assume to be this. When once again, we're not supposed to be assuming. Go go fucking get to know that person. Why are you assuming? And that's that's where I'm coming from with this. And now the reason the reason I, I just wanted to talk about it is because like it just impedes a lot. And that's why people are uncomfortable in certain spaces. That's why you run into a problem. You wanted to talk today about, you know, um, men being starved of touch. Yes. And yes, technically what, and what, what we're talking, and mind you, I didn't mean to do this, but what we're talking about this in this moment right here. Oh, if this man had dressed a certain way, it'd be assumed that he was maybe more effeminate and allowed to mm-hmm. be more in touch with his emotional self. And, you know, allow allow himself to to be more comfortable sexually or otherwise or intimate with men when the truth is it shouldn't matter in the first place. Men shouldn't be afraid to be intimate with each other. And mind you, it doesn't always have to be a sexual thing when you're talking intimacy. Mind you, you don't have to be a homosexual man 
to allow yourself to be intimate with another man. It's okay to care about men. You know, a funny thing, people are so stupid. It's like, don't you care about your father? Not everybody can say yes. I love my father. Hug my yeah, father all the time. True. I give my father yeah. kisses. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's there's a certain there's a certain point. Women, it's a little bit easier in terms of like being allowed care and, and expressing that. Like, cause oh, that's how women are supposed to be. Ergo, that's sexist. We have another problem. Now that's the only woman, that's the only way women are allowed to be. Why mm-hmm. aren't you smiling? Why aren't you being more, you know, why aren't you being more forthcoming? You know, in terms of like talking about feelings, stuff like that. Maybe she doesn't want to talk about her fucking feelings, bro. Leave the fuck alone. Right. You know what I mean? And that's where me personally, because once again, clothes as a basic example, which I think helps to keep to keep things level. But it isn't it isn't just about the clothes. It's about the meaning we give to them and therefore the meaning we're assigning to each other. And I it's think like, what I'm trying, I think the only thing that makes me feel like, I feel like the clothes aren't the problem so much as the people. I think that's what you're saying too. But well, yeah, I feel that like. That is technically the deal. But I feel like even if clothes, like, we're genderized, that's still not the problem. I don't feel like that's necessarily the problem. I feel clothes, like the problem clothes is. Clothes are genderized, <laughs> even though that's not a, that's yeah, not a word, I, I don't think. I know. But clothes are genderized. Well, I'm saying, I'm going along with the thing when you say, like, you know, clothes have no gender. So I'm saying, oh, okay. Okay, if, okay, okay. like, I'm saying that even if they did have a gender, I don't think that's the problem necessarily. I think if clothes had a gender and you're wearing a pink dress or you're wearing a black suit, like, I think the core of your argument really lies in, like, the assumption part, which is, like, well, yeah. not just not just the assuming part, but also the assuming of the assumption of how I get to treat you because I've assumed a thing. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, exactly. like, not only have I assumed this thing about you, but now... Because I've assumed it, I've assumed how I get to treat you, which is like, which never really pans out good. Like nobody ever like oh. looks at somebody like in a dress and then like assume that, okay, let's say I, like I saw you in a dress and I assume you're gay. Like, why do I have to be an asshole now oh, <laughs> after it? You know what I mean? Like Bro. if I thought you were gay, why can't I just be like nice about it? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yo, that's a nice dress. I maybe, maybe yes. I'll feel uncomfortable starting a conversation because I don't want to like then have it be assumed that I'm like into you or something, which is another right. conversation. But it's like, I don't, why do I have to all of a sudden get mad? Why can't I just be like, oh damn, that's a nice dress. Yo, my man's calves though. Keep it moving. Oh, but <laughs> why you mention his calves? Oh, pause. Oh my God. You don't live in New York. So pause. No, I know what talk pause about, is. People you know, know pause, Yeah, you know yeah, pause is, right? Pause you know pause is. Yeah. Let's talk about pause real quick. You fucking bitch ass, bitch made motherfuckers. Talking about I have to pause after every statement. Nah, I know who I am. I said what I said. I'm not gay, but it sounds like you have some things to work out. Maybe you should go figure that shit out, please. Please and thank you. Well, that's that's what the... I think we've talked about pause before on the show, but that's what basically pause is about, though, is just that, like, you know... You said some. You said something, quote unquote, gay shit, right? Some and now sussing. all of a sudden, because you said it, you suck dick now too. And it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's the homophobic logic of like uh, a fourth grader, basically. But like when like grown ass men, I feel like when grown ass men say pause, like even when I used to like 
listen to podcasts and hear them say pause, I'd be like, why are these grown motherfuckers saying pause? Like, do y'all suck dick? Like, are you like... Are you pausing Which the dick sucking? Like, what are you? What are you? What are the, you the fact you're right not now? telling me. Do, do you realize the fact that, and that's that's where things do get sus? Because if it's like, if you do suck dick and we're friends, you know what I mean? That's cool. That's whatever. If you're not telling me about it, you, you know, don't gotta tell you, nobody about well, it. But no, it's cause, like because you you don't owe me. You don't owe me an no, explanation yeah. or anything. But hmm, it's weird how you haven't been bringing that up. Do you have plans or ideas about me that you're not letting me in on? No, I mean, like, I wouldn't even go that far. What I would say is that, like, it's a little weird to be, like, pause every five seconds through a conversation, right? And be, like, visibly upset whenever you hear some some gay shit, right? And then, like, I don't know. I don't even know where I'm trying to take this. It's just, it's just it's to weird, me, it's bro. something that, that, that just fucks with me a little bit because I'm like what need is there to announce your heterosexuality every five minutes (laughs) (laughs) that is that is really what it comes out it's like it's people kind of telling on themselves almost but we won't we won't take it to that extreme like because it's 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 really it's really inner like trauma people are dealing with and and dudes will literally be like listen yo I was sucking dick the other day pause Pause. like I'll be like (laughs) okay you can't pause that Oh, you took it too far. We've gone too far <laughs> into the conversation. Far. I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna bring it back a little bit. But like the point is, like, it is it is a level. I wish we could talk a little bit more in depth on the psychology of it, you know. But it's like it's like, yeah, because if you sit in here feeling the need to always justify yourself, why? When were you being called out? Why do you feel so guilty? Do you feel guilty? What's going on? It's an insecurity thing. Like, it's why an insecurity feel- thing, majorly. But you know, the insecurity comes from like you feel insecure about being gay in front of your homies, right? Why do you feel insecure about that? Like, why are your homies so homophobic? You know, why are you hanging out with the homophobic homies? You know, like y'all, y'all have to play pause in your like thirties and forties. It's like why. Like none of y'all feel you never speak again. Are you like not around people who feel secure enough in their sexual identity as well? You know what I mean? So that you don't have to say like that that you have to like compensate for them? Like next moment, next tier. So next tier. Being comfortable in your sexuality. And here's the other problem, biggest problem. Mm. Because in truth, due to just the human fuckery that is human fuckery, mm-hmm. technically almost no one is as comfortable as they should be in their sexuality. That sexuality be, yes. isn't that's something okay. that's yes. really... And whoa, 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 whoa. It's not to shame anybody, but no, that's not okay at all. Like, humans love sex. Sex means a lot of different things and can be a very powerful tool for not only expression, but also just like pleasure and love, which is very, very important. Mm-hmm. And we aren't as... And look at that. Look at how else America raised you. Not to be comfortable in there. You know what I mean? That's a very right. powerful thing. And here we are on, on I say on all levels, because it's like you have us where we can't feel as comfortable because there's these certain rules and margins society tells us to play in, even though we'd be able to feel more if we didn't. You have the LGBTQ who should feel more comfortable in the sexuality, but by this entire mass are being shamed for their sexuality. Mm-hmm. Undeservedly so. You know what I mean? Right. So no one's really comfortable and we're all just trying to get comfortable, but it's like we keep getting in each other's way. Right. And right. this is and this is where I guess like it, it, it gets to the real root of the problem. It's like we're not sexually comfortable people 
And it's because we're insecure and we're thinking we have to control what a person is because our minds won't allow us to think beyond that. Society hasn't allowed us to think beyond what a person can really be. How can a person really be? And it's like, yeah, there's there may be places we want to draw lines and we 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 want to we want to maybe pull back cuz we can't we can't let a person do just anything, of course, but it's like if if someone's not harming anybody and just like expressing themselves how they feel is the full expression of themselves, what's the problem really? I think the problem is that we don't allow people like you saying to like sexually mature. Like we don't allow people yeah, to true. actually explore their own sexuality it because of the fact that we are like people are afraid of how other people will affect you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're yeah. afraid that like you're afraid like that's what homophobia is. Like when people say like oh homophobia is not a thing, you're not ag- actually afraid a gay person no they are they're afraid of how their life is going to be affected by that gay person existing they're afraid of how their life is going to be affected by this trans person existing like what it means for them to interact with those people right and that's the fucked up part because you shouldn't look at other people's journey basically and be like this journey affects my journey to the point where i need to stop growing you know what i mean you should be in you should be introspecting at all times and trying to grow for yourself in your own comfortability and finding your own discovery of what it is you are. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I went through a good period where I was like, you know, I am becoming more comfortable with my own sexuality. And what does that mean? You know what I mean? Like to just become more comfortable. It doesn't mean that like maybe I wouldn't wear a dress the way Mitch would. Maybe to me. Well, see, Logan, let me well, let me wait, speak hold on, on that. Wait, hold on, okay. hold on. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Maybe go ahead. to me that wouldn't be considered as me being personally comfortable because maybe I wouldn't be comfortable within a dress. Actually, I don't like I don't like anything that has like a strap, like no beaters or anything. Have to. Nor no, do wait, you wait, have wait, to. wait, no. <laughs> Don't try to make me okay, feel better. Okay, you're right, you're right. Sorry, like, give ahead, me a second. <laughs> I mean, like, anything that has, like, a strap on it, like, even, like, a, like a you're not supposed to say, what's the proper term for wife beater shirt? Like, not wife beater. What are they called? Oh, aren't they just tank tops? Tank tops, yes. Okay. Yeah, I know. I don't want to say that anymore. I know because uh, so the like, technical term, because undershirt, but, but an undershirt could also tops. just be a white shirt. Yeah, I don't wear tank tops. So, like, even, like. You really don't. <laughs> Because I don't like the way that feels, like with my shoulders uncovered and shit. Really I don't, don't like that. Bro. Either I'm not, either I'm wearing a shirt or I'm not. I'm not like half wearing a shirt and not. You don't, you don't like, wear it in the tank top so long. So like so maybe funny. like even like both ways, like wearing a dress wouldn't be comfortable for me. But like, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for making this so funny. Because I'm so it is sorry. Funny. And no, it's not because like, and I I love I love that you're being this vulnerable. It's just. Because I know you, and then I thought about the tank tops, and then I... <laughs> please, please carry on. Please carry on. My neuroses really are what run my life, and more than anything. <laughs> like, more than any type of prejudice or anything else, is this going to make Logan neurotic today? Like, it's really what it comes down to. <laughs> like, but like... <sighs> What I'm trying to say is that, like, like, just, like, 
being comfortable with yourself was something I was trying to explore. Like being comfortable with myself yeah. for myself, not for anybody else, just for me. You know what I mean? And that was something that I really dived into a couple of years ago and like really tried to like see for myself, like how comfortable can I be and what is it that I'm comfortable with? Like what makes me comfortable? What makes me comfortable sexually? What makes me comfortable like as a man? What does it mean for me to be a man? And what does that mean for me to walk and move in the world as a man or as a straight person or whatever? And that means, you know, what does that mean at all? You know what I mean? And so like doing that exploration like made me harden in some areas and soften some areas. But what it it did for me, the greatest benefit it did for me, I noticed, was that it made me very sure. Like it made me sure. Like I feel like that's – that comes down to like when we're talking about uncertainty for like a lot of people and that insecurity is that like if you're – if you like you talk about like – if you on the offhand talk about sucking dick, right, and you're not sure that you're not going to end up sucking a dick, I can see how you would feel insecure about that. You know what I mean? Like, you, I can see how you might say pause because you're not ready for yourself yet. You know what I mean? Right. But if you're sure, like, that you're never going to suck a dick because you don't like the way dicks look and shit and you don't like, <laughs> you know, you're like... Not for me. You know what I mean? Then, like, Thanks. it's no problem. Like, you don't have any problems anymore. I wish people would dive into the exploration more. Like, become more sure about who they are. You know, not on, like, some prejudice shit. Just more sure about you. Don't think about anybody else. Just think about you. You know what I mean? That's a very difficult thing, though. And so what I was going to say, so I'm, one, one, brother to brother, I'm glad mm-hmm. you're going through that and having that experience Here's the thing about me. I was super comfortable, but now as I'm getting more into adulthood, I'm having bouts of feeling uncomfortable. Mm. And I'm like, shit, that's why I put the fucking dress on. I didn't put that's it on because I like wearing I like dresses. Yeah. I know, but I don't because I was the type of dude who never used to care in the first place. Mm. You know what I mean? Especially as a kid coming up. Not that I was like, because yeah, sure, I was a weird dude. But it's it's not even like it wasn't even an afterthought. But now, because there's a separation between being a child and adult. And for me, I feel like I matured even extra slower. Like my like late teens, early 20s, I, I, I'll dead look you in the face and tell you like late teens, early 20s. I still was feeling more like a boy than I was feeling like a man. You know what I'm saying? Okay, and I, I noticed the yeah, difference. I, saying, yeah. I noticed the difference in between. And so now I'm coming into these spaces where I'm like, wow. I'm really feeling more uncomfortable, whereas before I never even cared. I'm Where do feeling you feel like, like that uncomfortability came from. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Not like you, of course, yes, but I meant like I know what other humans. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> I love that. Because <laughs> it's true. And it's like, because cause don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. I'm not the type of person who believe the opinions of others should be what you base yourself off of, of right. course. Hell right. no. But the fact of the matter is, it's like I'm becoming more cognizant and I guess I'm really just starting to feel types of ways. And and the thing is, and maybe it's good, because now rather than just coming from a level of understanding why certain people feel the way they do, I legit like empathize like, oh, mm-hmm. wow. So this is what she was feeling about when I was 15. Fuck, man, my bad for trying to just make it seem like <laughs> this is easy to deal with. This is very uncomfortable. And it's like you want to just be yourself, but all of a sudden you feel like someone is either going to disallow you to be yourself 
Or they're going to feel uncomfortable for some reason. And maybe, because mm-hmm. this isn't for everybody, maybe that's going to have an effect on you. And you're like, oh, fuck. And so that's one of the main reasons I did it. Because one, I did think it would be fun. But two, it's like, I can wear a dress. Mm-hmm. There is yeah. no problem. Even even when I did it, like, like Annie, my, my friend Annie was with me. And she was like, she was like, oh, yeah, 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 sure, let's do it. But other people, like, because there were men there, and they was like, Yo, what the like? Yo, what the fuck? What's going on? When that on, shouldn't yeah. be there at all, mind you, they weren't like harsh or mean about it. They were right. homophobic or anything, but they're like, "Yo, what's up with the dress?" And they was like, "I remember one of them being like, Miss Rich, what? what? Whoa, what are you doing?'" And I was like, "I'm putting on the dress because I fucking feel like it, bro." And that was part like, yeah, I just want to do it for the fun, but like, there is like this certain level of just like uncomfort and people trying to express themselves, but trying to express themselves sexually. How how they how their like sexuality kind of expresses itself outside of sex, and it's like there feels to be like this pressure and everything, and like me putting on that dress was also me kind of going like, yo, Mister, you have to remember to say fuck that shit for real, for real. And I don't mean I don't mean any disrespect to people to be honest, because I know some people feel feel the type of way about that, but it's like, nah, that literally hinders us as human beings. It does nothing but hinder us as human beings. We're we're allowing ourselves to express less because we're not all sure how we're adapt to it or deal Mm -hmm. with it or how to navigate the social situations. Cause once again, America is a place where most people are raised without a decent understanding of empathy. Right. Or how to actually empathize. And so I was just like, man, this is such bullshit. But so, and that's kind of why I wanted to bring it up. No, no, that's great. Because like, I was listening to you talk about, you know, like the other guys there and like, that's kind of what I mean that is that like, huh? <laughs> you might have been that guy. Well, no. the, the guy that's like looking at you like, why are you in the dress and all that? So don't don't say it like, because it's like no one was, everyone, it's not that anyone was like, yo, no, don't do that, it's wrong. Anything, yeah. No, no, I, I'm just, I just mean that like, let me be more correct. It's not that uh-huh. anybody in that space was like, yo, what are you doing? Don't do that. They were like, whoa, is he serious? He just from wearing, he just went from wearing plain clothes. Why is he putting on a dress? Mm-hmm. <laughs> whoa. And it's like, even that, even that is like, why does it matter? <laughs> even that's, that's little, mind you, when you think about it in the grand scheme, that's kind of little, but it's still like, so maybe the thought should have been like, oh shit, my dude's about to put on a dress. I wonder I how that's going to fit him. when they, when like celebrities put on dresses and stuff, like, I feel like, I feel like it's not, well done though to me like when i see like celebrities put on dresses and stuff like male celebrities put on dresses is like some of them are are done well like what was it i think it was like little uzi vert he put on the that one was it him that put on the the big blue one with the with the parasol he had the album i haven't even seen that really yeah man y'all know what i'm talking about that one to me, it wasn't like a big deal because it was like, yeah, he was in a dress, but he also looked like some type of weird like anime samurai person. You know what I mean? Because like the dress, dope. <laughs> the dress, like the dress was like looked as if it was like tailored for him. But like a lot of 
the celebrity dresses that like they're putting men, I feel like it's just like for the shock value of it because it just looks like a dude in a regular dress. You know, it doesn't feel like you don't actually like fit it or tailor it. And, no, and sometimes it, it looks like it's their size, but it doesn't look like I feel like a dress should like if you're making a dress Especially for a if guy, you're a celebrity like, and it's at that level, why wouldn't you just make a dress? Yeah, to because fit the like guy? a dress, like a pure, like a dress you just take from like big lots or some shit, you know, like it's made for like a female form right and it's made for like a traditional not not even traditional female form but like just like you know somebody who has breasts let me say like it's made for somebody who has breasts and a certain figure and everything like that right right and you just slap that onto like a male body right is like it looks a certain type of way because like the your body's not shaped for the dress you know what i mean Mm-hmm. So it's not even like a. To me, I'm talking about fashion and style right now. So like, <laughs> so like, I'm like, why don't they just make the dress so it's like tailored to the man's body? You know what I mean? Because dresses, Logan, mm-hmm. aren't supposed to go on men. They're I only that. Ever, but I'm saying if you're a celebrity, if you're a celebrity, like you know who wears dresses really well. Um, fuck, what's his name? Damn. He's on that show Pose, and I am so Billy Porter. Billy, Billy Porter. Porter. Yo, I was just trying to look yes. him up, bro, but I put in Travis Porter instead. I was like, different no, Porter. Yeah, but no, Billy yeah, Porter, he, he wears dresses phenomenally well. He don't come it's out like, there it's looking actually, like, ridiculous. Yes, it's he ridiculous can, he how well the man wears a dress. Bro. Made for him. Yeah, he made <laughs> he wears shit that's made for him, and like. He comes to the Met Gala and he looks better than yeah, all he be pulling like, up, mind you, mind you, and no disrespect to to Billy. I'm not personally, I'm not personally most attracted to Billy, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, this motherfucker dresses. Oh yeah. my god, this nigga dresses, dog. Yeah, like it's ridiculous how well this man dresses. He's a, like, yes, he dresses bro, very well. Bro, man be pulling up, bro, in the dress, like, swag the fuck out. It's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. I be, like, I be not- having to fight parts of myself. Be like, nah, and I be like, and I be like, no, 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 no. Like, motherfucker, like, is pulling off that fucking dress. Like, like recently, I think it was, like, I don't remember how recently, but, like, Kid Cudi wore a dress. Oh, it was just like, he pulled up, too. But here's I the thing. I didn't like his dress. Well, because he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, well, I don't think any man can do it as well as Billy Porter at this point. That, no. that motherfucker just wears a dress. But, like, but he no, wearing, he pulled, like, a spaghetti nice strap. He, lo- he wore a spaghetti strap, but it's, like. It looked like somebody else's dress is what I'm trying to say. It doesn't look like your dress. It does. It looks like somebody else's dress. So therefore, to me, it looks like you're just trying to jump on the dress train. Like you know what I mean? You're like I'm trying to jump on like. So here's I'm the guy here's what I'm gonna thing. here's what I'm gonna say about that though. So maybe it wasn't like, maybe it wasn't his tailored dress. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. but for him, especially in that moment. Um, also, that's that's uh, technically a, a Nirvana reference. Um, yeah, I know. It was like so. It it's was also there's also Which the some fact people of were it upset being about, a statement. Yeah. yeah, some people shut up, but it's also about the aspect of it being a statement. So I won't necessarily because you know there's different perspectives here and stuff like that. But, but if it's a there is still the argument. You know, if you plan that mean to make you're that always statement, gonna, do you know if he planned to make that statement or did he pull up saw the closet and was like, you no. know what? I'm gonna pull it exactly. You don't know. <laughs> I don't either. I say I don't know because I'm like I don't want to argue with it. It's like no, it no, don't, no, it don't matter to me that much. I mean, the point is he's still only pulling the dress off as well as Billy Porter because no, like, nobody's nobody's doing point. that. 
Like, you should, it's just ridiculous. If you if your first thought is that I'm gonna beat Billy Porter with my dress, Porter, you, like, need to, you, you might want to slow down. You might want to slow down. You might want to slow park your brakes real quick because I'm just I'm, some of these women out here probably pull up mad as fuck. Like that Billy like, Porter up, coming. Like, like, like shit, I can't. I got coming? so pretty up. <laughs> Billy. Oh my God, he does this every Fuck. fucking year. <laughs> every fucking time. Christ, Billy. Jesus fucking Christ. Can't go any fucking where. Anywhere. Like, Jesus, I spent $10,000 on this goddamn dress, Billy. Act like you care. <laughs> for real, Billy's, for real, bro. Billy's like, that's nice with you and your peasant dress. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, he'll have the pose on too. The hands will be folded and the look. <laughs> But shout out to but shout out to Billy Porter and the dress word skills because goddamn. But no, nah, man, like, and see, I'm. It's wonderful to be able to laugh with you, my friend, mm-hmm. and then talk about how well this man wore this dress. But the problem is, even even in doing that, is hard yeah. for people. Yeah, even no, in doing no, that no, is just hard for people. Saying. You know what I mean? And it's just like, but somehow people don't tend to notice that problem. Because we're so focused on different issues, it's like we can't even get to fully expressing ourselves because we're too we're too busy trying to make sure we can all fucking get along and just survive, right? That's why, like, we I did want to talk about the love languages and stuff because, like, you I sure? thought I think I I not really anymore because, like, we kind of touched on some things about it, but like, no, I just did you look at time? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just wanted to get into Don't like that. I just wanted to get into men holding each other accountable, and then we'll we'll wrap up because I okay. feel like this goes into all of this. Which no, is I'm that, just like, saying like I don't want you to waste it because that's that's going to be a real no no. We'll do the love languages next about. week, and we'll do that with Claire and everything, and she kind of knows what I'm talking about. Uh, I do too, actually, and you do exactly too. What yeah, so it's, specifically it's, what you're talking about, but I'd have to look at them again. But I really want because we're talking about you know like you know, sexual expression and things like that yeah. on this podcast. And it would have went well with this one, but we're timeless. We're timeless. We didn't even mean to. We were just having we, really, really good flow yeah, conversations. Yeah, we had like really good conversations for like just like three We missed like two topics. of our own subjects yeah. that we, we meant to bring in today. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> so that's just how we do. Anyways, Fact. what I'm saying is You're welcome. that like- I was talking we're talking, audience, to, we're talking about like sexual expression and things like that. We're talking about like- you know, like people normalizing, you know, let just people normalizing really just letting people nor- live their own lives. Lives. Right. Mind your goddamn business. <laughs> and so I've been thinking a lot lately about like how do men ho- specifically hold each other accountable to things because of the fact that like I've been seeing women talk a lot about it on Twitter and stuff like certain accounts it doesn't it's not like a trending thing or anything but it's just like from what i've seen i've seen people talk about you know like what men need to do to hold each other accountable and that's all well and good but those are women talking about it and when i brought it up to mitch he's like you know well don't you want to have claire talk about this and i said well the thing is we have an opportunity here because like we're Two guys right now talking, and I think that men need to have more conversations with each other about how to hold each other accountable when it comes yes. to not just like sexism and misogyny, but also Agreed. homophobia Agreed. and also transphobia and things like that. And they need to actually men, and we probably need more than just this podcast to, of course, to have that conversation. But it needs to start somewhere from a place where men are the ones that started that conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because 
men always have these conversations in front of other women and they have like and it's like a yeah, it's, it's it can be performative and it's like a broken promise type system where it's like, yeah, we'll do better. Yeah, we'll be better. But it's like unless somebody's actually talking about what it is that a man actually needs to do to be better, then we're not having any type of conversation at all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So no, I didn't want to get maybe your thoughts and then like we can wrap up soon. But just like give your thoughts about like what well, is it that you think that men should do to like hold each other accountable and like just like even if we were just talking about homophobia like just men dealing with other fucking men you know what i mean well i mean it's the there's a lot to it but basically what you went over the fact is we have to make concentrated efforts to hold each other accountable in Mm -hmm. the first place like you already brought up it's it is just that simple like locker room talk isn't okay it never really has been okay I'm sorry, this isn't the 1950s anymore. You were gross then, you're gross now. Get the fuck over it. You know what I mean? It's like certain things, certain things we don't want to take too serious, but like on the other end, there's certain things we have to take serious as fuck. People are fed up. We're technically fed up with each other, but we just we just keep on carrying on like it doesn't affect us because that's how men for so long have been raised to be. And it's like, do you not see how it actually fucks you up and makes you less empathetic to other people? No, I don't think they do. Yeah, I don't exactly, think so. exactly. You know what I mean? And therein lies the problem. It's why we have to hold each other accountable, hold ourselves accountable. Mm. You know, we all make mistakes every day, and that's a very human thing. Period. But like, specifically in this space for this conversation, it's like, yeah, you got to think about what you've done, what you're doing, and let that determine what you will be doing. And you want what you will be doing to be like positive, man. Right. There's no longer any time for this negative world, this negative space. We've had this negative space in the world for far too long. We want problems, serious problems that we want resolved and fixed. It starts with us. Right. It starts with me. I have to do better. I have to make sure I'm on myself to do better, no matter what I'm going through. Is that easier said than done? Of course. And I struggle every day. But I have to keep struggling through. I have to keep getting better. I have to keep striving for more. And then when I'm good... And even probably on the process there to being good, I have to help other people the same who need to get right just as well. And do you in the feel concept like, of this, yeah. Do you feel so, like it takes a lot of courage for like men to like stand up to other men? It takes a lot of courage for confrontation, period. Mm. But yeah, because it's hard to be that. It's hard to be, oh, I didn't get to talk about being an outcast, Logan. <laughs> I'll, I'll brush on that. There's a lot that, of stuff, That yeah. leads into that. But nonetheless, it's always it's hard being the lone person in, in a room. No one agrees with you, but you're pretty sure you're right. But everybody's ready to jump off a cliff. And they think that's what you're supposed to do. And they're trying to convince you. And you're like, wait, I don't think we should jump off this cliff. It seems like death to me. But they're like, nah, you crazy, man. You fool. Get the fuck out of here, man. You gonna really tell us all that? It's hard to be the person who's there when everybody's going, this is right. It's hard to be the person there and say, no, I'm actually right. Fuck what you all heard. Fuck what you all heard. Not just fuck what you heard. Fuck what you all heard. This is right. You need to stop. So it does take a lot of courage. I think we say that, and I think maybe that's part of the problem, is that like I'm running down like all the cliche ways that, you know, men need to take charge. But I think like men in leadership positions don't take charge specifically specifically yeah areas mm-hmm. like 
there are men that like consider themselves like the head of their friend group and they don't take charge about this. And sometimes that's because they're the perpetrators of like the same shit that we're, we're talking about. But like even further, the, what? No, wait. You know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> but like, but like, uh, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that, like, you know, men in, like, leadership positions need to be the ones that are, like, whether it's, like, you're in front of, like, an organization or a business or, like, just the men in the room, period, and you know you're the man that the other men follow, I really think that you have a responsibility to be, like, listen, this isn't cool when you hear that shit, you know? You can't just, like, feed the troops misogyny because, you know— you feel like that's how you're going to team build. You know what I mean? Like y'all all laughing, but like at what cost? You know, what type, what is it? Because that makes you somebody too. Exactly. That turns, like if, even if you're not the one that said it and then you have everybody laughing along and then you don't say it, that makes you that guy too. Like a lot of guys like to do that. They like to say that I'm a nice guy and I don't do this and I don't do that. And they mm-hmm. be in like women's DMs and women's comment sections saying shit like that. But like you don't say anything, so you are that guy. You know what I mean? Like you heard that guy saying that shit. You heard him acting like that, but you didn't say anything. So like I think we need to all kind of recognize that like when we're not saying shit, we are that person. And we need to stop giving each other exemptions about like I'm a good guy, this is not a good guy, and all this and that. I'm a man, that's not that's not that's boy behavior and all this and that. Like if if like, you've chosen neutrality, if you sided with the other, oppressor, if yeah. Side of the oppressor, yeah. If you've chosen neutrality during the side of oppression, you've chosen the side of the oppressor. Unfortunately for you, yeah. But fortunately, otherwise, because you shouldn't be choosing neutrality. <laughs> I think there's a lot to like mine out of the subject, and there's a lot to like dive Logan, into it because like we need to, and I feel like we'll say no, save it because we'll save it, save it. We'll no, save no, it. I know. What, I'm, I want to keep going. I don't want to talk about this in future episodes. I wrote because, it down. Like, I wrote this, it down. Is, this is something that is is kind of close to my heart about it because I feel like that like if you're going to do the damn thing, you have to do the damn thing. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to say that you want men to be better, if you want all this and that, okay, let's do it. Let's go do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how do, if you want people to hold each other accountable, then let's, let's figure out what that is. Let's not just be in people's comment section saying that that's what we want. Um, right. we right, didn't bro. get to a lot today, but we made a lot today. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't really mind it. Um, yeah, bro. I'm with it. I felt good. I thought we had some great conversation. Yeah, it was a great conversation. Really good. Um, I always like having conversation with you though. Like that's why it, it went so long. Keeps because like, it real, yeah. and then you want to keep it real, kinda. And I'm I want to like, keep it real, kinda. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> I keeps it real, real. Listen. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to say to the people before you go? Um, damn, to, we didn't go through a lot of topics, but we went through a lot for real. Claire's, for real. Claire's not here, but you got Claire syndrome, <laughs> uh, bro. I know, bro, because it was it was like it was it was only a few topics, but we got very dense with a lot of them, and yeah. could go even more in depth with some. So it's like just no, it's great, but like but like for real, man. You know, don't be afraid to fully express yourself. Mm-hmm. I know there's there's a lot of shame that like 
feels and, and pressure that, that you feel there. But don't be afraid. Don't let people determine what you want to make of your reality for you personally. Just don't harm anybody about that. Um, it's very, 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 very difficult to find class solidarity, if you guys weren't paying attention to that one. <laughs> be better people is all I can say about that for now, because that's a tough one, unfortunately. And, you know, otherwise, like, peace, love, blessings. Try to remember to be your best self. It's hard to be alone in a room of people saying, telling you no. Mm. Don't be afraid to say yes, regardless. Mitchell out. Okay. I miss you, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do I got to say? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Is uh, He says it's hard. I'm not going to argue with him about a class or thing. I'll let, because you know what? The one win I did get out of the class solidarity thing that Mitch what didn't win? notice. Yeah, I know. You what didn't win? notice. What win? The one win I got out of it is that, like, normally, right, I talk about stuff on the podcast and Mitch and Claire be the pessimists on the podcast, right? But because I was the pessimist this time, he was telling me, yeah, you was a real optimist today. Well, I'm an optimist in general, but I just yeah. Hear- yeah. I'm not going to do this with you right now. What we're not, not going to do right now. I'm not going to do this with you right now. That's all I'm going to so, say about that. I'll take it where I can get it. Um, <laughs> oh, the nerve of you, boy. The nerve As of you. Always, if you like today's show, share the show. If you hate today's show, share it with your enemies. Oh, also, like if you hated today's show, don't be afraid to tell us that you hate it. You know, know, put it in the comment section, put it in our Twitter, uh, put us, you know, mention us, add us, you know, do what you got to do to express your hate. Um, but really, uh, share it with your friends. If you're if you sit there every week and you're actually enjoying the show, you know, share it with your friends. Why not? Or, or at least play it in front of them and be like, hey, this is this podcast I listen to. Um what else do I have to say? Oh, yeah. Um, support your local businesses. <laughs> I just said that because, like, we were talking about good pods and whatnot. And, like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Bro. Well, stop going to Walmart. Support your local business. That's a good message. Um, as always, have a good night. Have a good evening. Have a good morning, have a good breakfast, have a good lunch, have a good dinner. Whenever you're listening to the podcast, uh, if you're having a great drive from work, you know, hope you hope you're enjoying your drive or whatever. Um say bye to the people, Mitch. Live long and prosper. I'm your host, Logan. I miss you, Claire. And this has been the Milk and Toast Podcast. I miss you more, Claire! Episode 24. (laughs) And we're out. Bye. That was weird. That was fucking weird.